What is good, man? What's happening? Good morning. How's Six, it going? Six AM podcast. This is sounding crisp. Yeah, it's currently. What time is it right now? It's currently six forty-five AM. Oh, quarter to seven. Pissing off the hotel with neighbors. We're sat in a nice hotel room. Two two double twin beds. Banging hotel. You know, you made it in life, mate. When you're not getting the uh, twin single <laughs> pod, pod, the podcast, twin, paying well. The, the twin double yeah, beds. Twin stuff. doubles. <laughs> But yeah, long story short, we're in a, we're basically somewhere to do some heli jumps today, aren't we? Jumping out of a helicopter. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah, man, it's going to be a pretty good one. Banging. Let's Mate, do it. Introduce yourself anyway. My name is Ali Law. I never know how to introduce myself. What do I do? It's a, it's a hard question. People ask me, what do you do? It's, like, it's a hard one to explain. Mate, it's a pretty weird crossover, isn't it? Like, like this? Me yeah, and you. as in people that follow me and shit. Yeah, but like, how the fuck they know each other? Oh, man, yeah. Because I've watched your stuff. Like I've, I've told you this when we first met, but yeah. I watched it for time. Like yeah. Back when you were doing the stuff with like Ryan Taylor back in the day, um, doing like, who else did you do it with? Ricky, yeah, um, yeah, just all the boys. When you're really. like breaking right. into stuff and getting chased by the police, yeah, back like, in the day, the good the old days, crazy shit. Because I always, I've always watched like YouTube content like that. Like I haven't really watched fitness stuff because that's what I started with, obviously. Yeah. Um. So yeah, man, it's a pretty, pretty wild crossover. But yeah, mate, what do you, what do you do? How do you get started with the uh, whole YouTube thing? Fuck, long time ago, 2014. So. I've yeah, I've told this story so many times, but I'll try and keep it short because I always go on a tangent and just fucking talk. But basically, I was 13, started playing RuneScape, got fucking addicted. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the old classic. Yeah. Um, till I was 15. And then I was like, I, I'm talking addicted, mate. Like, I didn't go to school, fucked off school. Like, like, I do this with everything. I'm a bit autistic with things. I get fucking obsessed, obsessed with, with things. Them. Yeah. Um, so I played RuneScape. Got really fucking overweight. Um, just didn't go to school. Fucked my life up, basically. It was 15, weighed 15 and a half stone. I was small as well. Like, bear in mind, man, I'm small now, but obviously I was a lot smaller. How, you, how much do you weigh now? 73 kilos. I don't know what what's that is in stone. Half, like, what's half? <laughs> hey, Siri, what's 15 and a half stone in kilograms? <laughs> how many kilos? Almost a hundred kilos. Yeah, mate. Mate. That's and bear like, in mind, I was that's small. Like two, that's like two hundred and twenty pounds. Yeah, I was a heifer. Have you got a picture of it? I got some pictures, but not like I mean, I avoided cameras. I'll sh- you can put it up oh, on the mate, screen. You got that's fucking yeah, crazy. I avoided cameras at all costs. Like, there's a few like probably not at my fattest, but when I was quite fat, yeah, um, I just avoided cameras at all costs. Any cameras, I'll be out of there. But anyway, so done that. I was fifteen. Was fucking hella overweight. Lost in life, and then. Left school at 16, didn't know what I wanted to do. Like, my mum was like, go college. Do we, were you doing shit at school? Yeah, shit. Mm. Like, to, didn't go, literally didn't go from year eight to 10. And then went back in, year, like, not once. Didn't go, like, got took the, my mum got taken to court for not, like, it, it, it's a hard one. It sounds like she's a shit mum and just wouldn't, wouldn't, but it was just me being a dickhead. Like, she's a good mum. But she got taken to court and she's, like, crying and I thought she was going to go to prison. So I had to go back to school. What was, what was it for? Like not going to school. Like oh, the because she, she, Yeah, because I wasn't going to school. Was your mum just like chill like that and you do whatever the fuck you wanted? Nah, nah, not at all. She was like kicking off. Oh, like, really? Yeah, yeah. She was trying to get me to school. She had to school people around trying to get me to school, but I just outright refused. Wait, so you like, literally didn't go, period? Didn't go once. Why? Busy playing RuneScape. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to max out the accounts, mate. I <laughs> know, <laughs> oh, it got bad, bro. To, yeah, it got bad. Fuck. What, um, what, is, what is it when you get the wood chopping? What's it called? Oh, um... Would uh oh fuck how can I forget that? I know what you mean. Um, 
Oh, I can't Mate, I, was, I never really got into Is it room. just woodcutting now? Nah? Yeah, it's just woodcutting. I, 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 was, I, I was an interim scape. I was, in, I was like Minecraft. That's what I was absolutely Minecraft, obsessed with, mate. What, playing for 10 hours a day on that? Oh, mate, yeah. When I was younger, then when I got a bit older, I'd just get like high as fuck every night and then just like step to 3am playing Minecraft and hate my life. And I was like, bro, what have I just done I, mate, with my day? I've done that a few times. Like but later on in life, I started playing Minecraft with my mate and like you do like a 13 hour day on it and you just feel rough in it. You're like in the middle of the night, you're like, what am I doing with my life? Oh mate, you're like, or, or it's like the, um, did you ever play anything else like Call of Duty? Yeah, yeah. It's like when you see like the time on Call of Duty and my mates oh. would be like, oh yeah, I've got 30 days on this game. And I'll just look at that and be like, Think I just always think like when I'm at the end of my life, what would how thirty days, days mean to me? Yeah, yeah. How many and days? And that's thirty full full days, right? So here's a funny stat for you. I've got there's a picture. I'll find it again. You can rock it off on the screen. But I played RuneScape so for two years basically, two years real time. I played it, and my gameplay time. So I, I logged into the account a couple of years ago, probably like four or five years ago now. And my gameplay time was three hundred and like sixty or sixty five day around a year. Bear in mind, in two years, factor in sleep as well. So I was playing it from the moment I woke up to the moment I went to sleep. Like when I say it was bad, it was bad. What you actually? So you actually spent a year of your life on RuneScape. A year of my life what on RuneScape. Fuck. I maxed out the accounts. Like it was bad, man. You still got the account? I, I can't get into it. I don't know. I tried. <laughs> yeah, it's probably for the good of it. It is like for anyone that's watching that has played RuneScape. It's like crack, man. I don't know. It's, it's an addicting game, but yeah. That's where after, I was. after this, mate, maybe we'll fire it up for yeah, all time's sake. Time's a, sake. A little quick five minute game. Quickly, quickly whack up the seven hundred days gameplay. Took a crack at it going back to crack. Um so yeah, that's where I was when I was fifteen, fucking well overweight, RuneScape addict, and then I lost all my money in the game and like my life was just falling apart, like in real life. Like I was fucking fat, didn't go to school, like I was just proper in a bad place. Yeah. And then went back to school, got my shit back on track. Um, left school at 16, didn't know what I wanted to do. Obviously, fucking failed all my GCSEs. Like, had no. Got your RuneScape woodcut into 99. <laughs> Fuck it, mate. I, I actually feel like playing RuneScape t taught me more about business and actually led me. Led me no, I swear to God, uh, and led me on to make more money in real life. So. Yeah. Fuck the GCSEs. <laughs> I recommend to all 13-year-olds watching this to play RuneScape. 100%. The fuck you want, school. You want at least one year game time. Yeah, one year minimum. It teaches you discipline. It teaches you discipline, that commitment. That hard work pays off. Yeah, it, it teaches me. It taught me a lot. <laughs> so re we recommend to all kids on this podcast to play RuneScape. Fantastic. Um. Yeah, no, so I was, I was just fucking lost, mate. And then... Quit RuneScape, went cold turkey, got my life back on track somehow, went back to school. It was weird. Like, I went back to school after like two years of not being in school and just fucking rock. Like, obviously, I had like a did 10... You, did you have to start any years again? Nah, they just put me back so you in. See, like some massive kid in like the <laughs> little, little kid's class. <laughs> I <would have> peak. <laughs> Didn't leave school till 19. <laughs> yeah. In year 11 yeah. at 19. No. Um, And then went back to school um left at 16 had no idea what i wanted to do uh, and then went to a, my mum was like you go to college or a carpentry apprenticeship or work you got like three options you've got to go do something uh didn't want to go to college because i just didn't really like like education system and i thought i was yeah I, I just wasn't a route i wanted to go my brother did a carpentry apprenticeship so i was like fuck it, i'll do that and i'd actually get paid for that mm. i got 20 pound a day so it's 100 pound a week um which is pretty like hard, man. Like I was grafting on site for like sometimes eight, twelve hours, 
No, like was something. Was it like building houses? Yeah, building, uh, doing roofing, kitchen fitting. Was it shit? Did you hate terrible, it? Terrible, hated it, mate. Have you ever done it? Um, nothing. I haven't done carpentry like that, but I've done a lot of work with my dad. Like I used to, I used to do one of the first jobs I had was like landscaping work with my dad or yeah. gardening work, like hard graft. Yeah, like monkey jobs, like shoving. Like, like there'll yeah. be like two tons of sand, and, oh, and I'll be and I'll be like put that put that sand into a trailer. Yeah, and then I'll just shovel sand all day. All and day. Fucking. Yeah hate it mate or like getting like covered in mud and like you, you, dude you, you get you get home like every part of your body aches yeah. you're covered in dirt like you're fucked can't do anything else yeah like fair play to people that do it mate, full time big like, ratings fucking graft that's a mate. graft yeah yeah but I was like yeah no chance but yeah nah. you, you did that anyway was mate it? exactly the same went to site and like would work with old boys and they were all fucked like they would all be like my knees my fucking back like all of them every single guy I was working with like I'd because I had to do like roofing, kitchen fitting, like bounce between jobs, cladding. Mm. So I'd go like on a site for six weeks and then to another site and shit. So, but every time I went to a new site, they were all just fucked. And then I was looking at the future. I was like, I ain't, I can't You're be like this. Like these, bro. Yeah, these fucked. fat old miserable cunts yeah, that man. are like their bodies are fucked. I, I think that's the thing because like, you've whatever whatever the job is you've got to look at the people that are doing it mm -hmm. as they get older as well and it's like yeah. you're gonna if you're doing what they do you're gonna end up like yeah. them and it's like if, if if you don't mind that fair enough but if you do mind that then you should probably do something else yeah do, do you think do you think um do you think doing that stuff like if you didn't do that like those shitty jobs that you hated do you think it like put you on the social media like YouTube yeah 100 percent yeah yeah and yeah. I, I know it sounds cringy but it's like every like if you do something bad, like, for, so for example, by starting that carpentry apprenticeship, I, that's how it led me into like finding parkour, free running. And then that led me to where I am now. Like that led me to right here, like mm. down the YouTube path, then getting skydiving, and then meeting you now being here in this room, filming this podcast and like YouTube changing my life. Yeah. So without doing that shit thing would maybe not be here, you know? Mm. Um, I know it sounds fucking cringing. It's so weird, man. It's, it's such true. a small world, isn't it? It blows my mind. Like small world, man. Like, I, I meet like you get it as well. Like as in meeting people that you either like know because you follow from YouTube, yeah, or social media, or like just people that you've come across that you've seen online, and then people as well if they spot you or recognize you, it's like it makes you realize how small the world actually is, mate. Fucking. Small. I was in Dubai recently, and just like you would meet someone. And then they would know someone that I know from somewhere else. And it's like, it, in this social media world, it's the smallest world, man. Like, I met some boys, went motocrossing, and then, like, followed them on Instagram. And then they know people I know from back home that do social media. And it's just like, yeah, like, how have these people crossed paths, you know? It's like, it's a proper small world, man. So, so wait, wait. So, what, anyway, you were 16. Oh, yeah. Let's go the, back, right. Doing doing the, the, this is what happens. I've gone go oh, off. No, I love it. It's just a chill conversation. It's all, um, it's yes, so I did carpentry. Uh, hated it, mate. I was like, I can't do this for the rest of my life. Uh, did that for two, 18, no, 24 months, I think I did that for two years. Got my, like, I actually finished it. Um, that's all good. Just my phone. Is that all good? <laughs> yeah, all good. Cool. Yeah, finished it. Um, and then through doing that carpentry apprenticeship, I met a guy that used to do parkour. Mm. And he was like, and at the time I was like losing weight and I'd, 
I don't know. It is just something. You're, you're like that fat parkour guy. Yeah. Seen on Instagram. <laughs> oh, yeah, I like that guy. He's a fucking G. <laughs> Stop. He's like he's like twenty stone or something. Mate, he's isn't killing it. Yeah. I, I saw his video a minute ago. Actually, he's like got his top off, just running around. He's a fucking G. Yeah, I was a bit like that, a bit of a fatty. Yeah. Uh, and I went to this like freestyle gymnastics gym, like a gymnastics gym, but there's no like. It's not like a class. You just go and do flips and shit. Oh, is it like a tricking pla- tricking place? Yeah, sort of like that. But there's like trampolines and yeah. all that shit. So went there, um, started doing that once a week, and just autistically changed my obsession from RuneScape to this fucking parkour. It's all about that autistic it's obsession. It's all autistic <laughs> obsession. It's the only way to make it in life, man. How do you think that? How do you think it helps? I think I think everyone that I've spoke to that's like somewhat successful has done something has that autistic obsession with it. Mm. I think it's the only way to. Uh, probably not the only way to make it. But I think it helps a lot. I, I get like ADHD obsessions about things. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's like similar for you, but. I get the issue, like I get super fixated on something, but yeah. then the issue with me is that like I can change my mind very easily. Yeah, so you can be like 100% in something and then the next minute don't give a yeah, shit about yeah, it. Like yeah, I'll do like five podcast episodes and I'll be like, see you later guys. Yeah, uh, that's, that's Never story again. of my life, mate. Yeah. If you followed me for years, you'll know I start and stop things constantly because I'm the exact same, mate. Yeah. But I, think that's, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's a pretty good thing. I, I think it's, it's like if you can... You just got to force yourself to stick with something, yeah, yeah, and realize that it isn't always going to be. You're not always going to enjoy it, are you? Nah. Or like, it's not always. You're not always going to be obsessed with it, but then you have like the. You just do it automatically, you yeah, know, without yeah. feeling the need to. I, I think it's important, like what you were saying a minute ago, like working on one thing. Like I'm pretty bad for like back then. Obviously, it was just like one thing. It was like I was obsessed with RuneScape, and that was it. I was obsessed with parkour, and that was it. Then YouTube become like an obsession. But now, like in my life, I feel like I've got so much going on. And like when you're giving 10% to everything, you don't get a lot done. Like say the podcast, if you're going to do the podcast, go, obviously you can't go 100% on the podcast, but like, you know, you know like you were saying, you've got music, you've got all these Mate, things yeah. going on and it's yeah. just, it's impossible to fit it all in. So I think it's to actually make something, you've got to just stick with like one or two things and just go 100% on them. Bro, yeah, that, that, I think that was my biggest, like always been my biggest issue or my biggest downfall as of recent. It's like, you get, I can't remember the name of it, but the more successful you get, the more things demand your attention and time. And then it takes your attention away from the core things that made you successful. Because like, I started doing so much shit, man. Like I had a a business for pre-workout. I was doing music, I was DJing. I was like, make it Instagram, YouTube. And each one of those required, I was trying to do all this shit myself. And I had another thing called RET of my mates, which is like, uh, used to be, is like a membership site for lads to like get in shape and like um, improve mentally. Um, So I was doing all this shit and I just have like no time to put in or I wouldn't, you know what I'm trying to say? I I wouldn't have enough, there wouldn't be enough me to put in a significant amount of time into each of those things to make anything work. And it just all like crumbled, crumbled to pieces. Mate, that's literally just story of my life. Exactly the same, man. <laughs> like try and get so many things on the go. And yeah, you're right. Like you, Instagram, all of it, mate. You need a team. I've realized this over the years. Fuck yes. Yeah. You need a team, man. Like I, 100%. I'm the same as you. Tried to do everything myself. And like even, I'll give you an example. I had like a paid subscription website and I was running YouTube. And then I was trying to do everything myself. I was like editing myself. And by doing all that, you actually end up just, you burn out you you get more done by having a solid team around you yeah and like then you can work on multiple things look at mr beast for example he's got so much going on but he's obviously got a massive team yeah yeah i think that's especially in business anything business and social media people don't realize like it's long especially when you're editing your own videos 
then you've got to trim one down for Instagram. Like, I know people watching it, obviously, there's people out hard grafting on building sites and shit, as we were saying. Like, mm. it's not so much a hard graft, but it's a long graft, isn't it? Like, you have to put a lot of time into it. And then you're bouncing between projects. You're doing a fucking paid subscription website. Like you're saying, you're doing a community. You've got your supplements. Like, yeah, I think a team's important, man. That's, that's the thing that I, that I never did. Because, like, Same. I've, I've never been from... I think where, where I've struggled with shit is I've, like... I come from like a small town in Cornwall and it's like from a pretty bro well, a pretty broke family slash yeah. circle. So like no one that I know like growing up has ever made any kind of money or had like a business or anything like that. So like I felt like I've pretty much made everything up. Yeah. And that was one of the biggest things for me, I think, when I was younger, especially I'm, I'm like realizing it now that like I've just started this year to invest in like editors and uh people that i'm working with people to help me with social medias people to like mental me like people to help me with my um like uh, coaching for money coaching for fitness yeah it's like i think i'd get the money from the things that i was doing like the social media and then i'd be like oh sick i've just got this just keep doing what i'm doing but yeah. when in reality like i'm not worth shit and i need to put it back into making that thing bigger Mate, we're the same. We're literally the same Dude, person. Yeah. I swear. No, like, mate, I'm the set. So I grew up on a council estate, yeah? yeah. Fucking no money. Yeah, no one big was up, big up the big council up, estates. Big up the council estates. Come on. Um, no, no one taught. I, I think, mate, I, was, I have so many mates now that have come. They, they they grew up with money and their dads have, like, taught them. Like, I had no idea. Yeah. Like, when I started earning money, I had no idea. Didn't know about investing. Didn't understand money. Like, obviously, I was making good money, but it was like, I could, for example, going back to, like, the my paid subscription website like by trying to save money that poor mindset of like the council estate mindset where you haven't got anyone that teaches you about money but by trying to scrimp and scrape and mm. save money i actually lost more money like for example like not paying editors and like trying to edit myself by doing shit like that it, what keep it all in your bank account yeah, yeah well just doing it all yourself you know like doing everything yourself and to save money and then in the long run, you actually lose money. Like you have to spend money to make money, right? Or they say like rich, rich stay rich, poor stay poor, it's isn't exactly it? And it's that, literally man. that yeah. education, yeah. dude. It's exactly that. But I'm, mate, I'm the same. I had to learn everything myself. And like I've only just in the, I'd say in the last two years, I've learned a fuckload about business. Like I, I sort of stepped back from a lot of things and just started learning, man. And like, I think I've learned a lot. And I feel like in the future, I just wish I had the knowledge I have now, five years ago, because I could have made a fuckload more, but... Mm. It's part of life, isn't it, man? man I, I think it's a social circle, isn't it? Like, yeah, that's why I think. Like, I don't. I would never. Oh, I'm not. I'd never. Like, I. I don't. That's not. Oh, it's your it's one. It's all good. You've oh, got the podcast. Stop recording now. It's oh, all good. Cool. And that, like, I don't. I don't find Dubai appealing. Yeah. But that's one of the great things about living in Dubai. Like, obviously, yeah. you've just moved for people listening. Um, but it's like the people that you'll meet there, the, obviously it's a place full of like money and wealth and you're going to be surrounded by that and you're going to meet people and learn things from other people. And it's like, it sounds like with me, dude, it's like I need to be, especially when I was younger, like I need to be like the, the brokest, the like most stupid, like the person that knows the least in the room. Like, do you know the, they, what do they say? Um, mm -hmm. You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, yeah, which is completely true. Yep. 
or you you make the same amount of money of the average five people that you spend the most time with. So I think that's like it says a lot for spending time with people that are above you on that journey. Yeah, I watched a video the other day of a guy that I know, and he said the same. He said he do, he was living in South America. Yeah, he just moved to Dubai. He was living in South. America. He's got quite a bit of money, but he was living in South America, and he said at every table he was at, he was the top guy. Mm. So like he was never learning anything. He said yeah. in Dubai he likes it because every person he goes to dinner with or goes out with is like doing something amazing he's like the the low boy now so he's learning a lot you know? do you find it motivates you as well when you're around people like that massively yeah mate, same I, man same mate a couple years ago if you would have asked me a couple years ago i hated dubai i've yeah. been a few times and i was that person oh fuck dubai it's materialistic shit yeah, oh I, I, it's exactly fake the same for me. this mate yeah. this was my mindset yeah 100 percent. and i used to think this um and i spoke to a girl in the sauna about six months ago and i was chatting to her about it and she like lived in costa rica and she was like a bit of a hippie and she was like Oh, Dubai is so shallow. I hate Dubai, blah, blah, blah. And that was my mindset as well. Like, I did think this a couple of years ago. And then I went this year. And it depends what journey you're on in life, I think. But mm. right now, mate, it's motivating. Like I was there. So I, I went there a month ago with my mate Lee, just like a two week trip. Yeah. And I was there and I was, I was a bit lost in England, man. I've been lost for like about a year. Like just didn't know what I was doing. Just like hit like a stagnant point in my life. I had no fucking idea what I was doing. Like going through the motions. Yeah, man. Like just, yeah, bro. I was just lost, man. I, I just didn't know what I wanted to do. And I went to Dubai for two weeks and mate, I was there and like everyone is talking, like everyone's talking growth. Everyone is motivated. Like everyone that I was speaking to, just like everyone, even if I chat to someone in a coffee shop, everyone just seemed a lot happy to, happier there. And it is a very like materialistic place. Everyone is trying to chase money yeah, and 100%. stuff, of course, but don't find a wife there, mate. <laughs> no, I don't know. That's the one thing. I don't know if you can find a I wife hate, there, man. I hate that, those type yeah. of women. <laughs> yeah, I don't know for women. That's probably the only downside. But like, I'm just motivated there, man. I think where I'm at in life right now, like, it's a motivating place. It's a very safe place. I like it. It's, it's pop. What pop? Mate, it sounds random, yeah, but I was. we, we arrived and it was two o'clock in the morning and we were driving down the street and filled up our petrol and like you go into the petrol station and the guy fills your petrol up. Yeah. You go into the shop, the lady's like, oh, hello, mister. It's like two in the morning, like really polite. I bought food, everything's popping. Look over the road, there's a car detailing shop, cracking away, like working at a shop. There's loads of people walking the streets and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, this place is just alive, man. Like, And then I was like looking back like 2 a.m. in Southampton, ghost town. I was like, I need to be here, man. Oh, that, that's the one thing that triggers me about England it's like ghost town just shuts just yeah it's like Sunday 4pm <laughs> everything's closed Done, it's mate, like bro yeah. what are you doing that's yeah that's what appealed me to Dubai to be fair it's just it's, it's popping yeah it's well, popping. Well, we'll have to touch on how you move there because I'm yeah. pretty interested about that but yeah, yeah. anyway the story of you freaking all right back we're going back, um, going back where time, was mate. we so, uh, carpentry Carp my carpentry carp fucking hated it carpentry apprenticeship done parkour yeah. went to the gym the first time and on my first time at the gymnastics gym i tried to do a double front flip into the my, my mate was like yeah do this just hold your legs like well, you're this fat as fuck at this point mm, as well. yeah, I, yeah i wasn't as fat as i was but i definitely was probably about 13 stone i'd say at yeah this point. yeah um, so I did a double front flip and I fucking need myself in the head. So I like oh. when you front flip, you're meant to pull your legs apart. So like if your head goes, it goes in between your legs. And yeah. I kept my legs obviously inexperienced fat kid. Yeah. No idea what I was doing. I fucking need myself in the head, nearly knocked myself out. And I've actually got, I don't know if you can see a dent in my head here. Yeah. Can you see that? Kind of. Yeah. Feel it. Feel it. Have, have a feel there. Holy fuck. Mate. All right. This is a good story. I like this story. Um, <laughs> Knee myself in the head, it fucking, it, I had a massive knee print, right, I, I put a 
a donut, a type donut head in on on Google. It's like that. It looks like that. It's this surgery that people get. I had a dent in my head like this big, and I swear to God, like my knee. And I thought it was my skull because it was like proper imprint. Yeah, and, I yeah, thought, yeah. and I was throwing up in the gym. Like, I was bad, mate. I was Ooh. so ill. And I thought, oh, I'm going to die. I've done some brain damage. Went to the <laughs> hospital. Mate, had to get x-rays on my skull. Um, and I chipped my skull only minorly, but it was tissue. Obviously, it feels like your, your skull yeah, is right there, yeah, but there's yeah. a load of tissue. It was quite deep as well. And I had um, a, like a fucking knee print in my head. And I thought, oh, my God, I can't look like this forever. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, I'm fucked. But it, it healed back. And as it was healing, it was still soft tissue. Yeah. And my mate at work at the carpentry apprenticeship pushed his thumb on it to feel it. Yeah. And that's the print. His, no his thumb print is permanently in my head. That's... <laughs> Like, mad story. Like, but you probably get some like filler in there. Get a big yeah, old I might fat. have to go get surgery. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Fuck it. Um, but yeah, so started. That was a bad start to the parkour life. <laughs> fat, the fat free runner need himself, and he had nearly knocked himself out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then yeah, just started doing parkour for years. Sort of fell in love with that. Like met a load of cool boys. Um, that just fought different. Like they were on my level. Sort of felt like they were my kind of people you know like we just had the same mindset and then went traveling around the world with them like we just used to fucking bunk trains and do you start youtube at this point 24 now nah, this would have been about 2013 so what, so what are you doing were you just living off that money that you earn no i was doing the carpentry apprenticeship yeah doing yeah. the carpentry apprenticeship doing the carpentry apprenticeship sweet hey, sweet 20 quid a day sweet mate. 100 quid a week mate, it. raking it in i used yeah. to so i rode, I rode my push bike because obviously i was trying to lose weight as well nine miles to work and nine miles back so i'd save a fiver a day on the blue star bus fare because it was a fiver a day obviously i was only on 20 quid a day so it's 50 no 25 percent of my mate, that's mental that I know it's an apprenticeship, but still 20 quid yeah, a day. Tough, like, it? Well, and mate, it was like, some days I'd do like 12 hours on site. So when you work it out, it's like 10 hours, two pound an oh, hour. I used to get paid a flat, a flat, flat daily fee, rate. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. even more if, like some days you'd go like, there was some nice people that would like obviously tip you. Yeah. Another like tenner, which is like 50% of your wages. Yeah. Like, looking back, they just had slaves basically for 20 quid a day. But yeah, it's, yeah, nuts, it's mental, man. mate. Like, nuts. it was a hard graft as well. well I find some apprentices to work yeah, for me. If, yeah. if anyone's some lost in life. Cameramen. And young lads want to be a, want apprenticeship. 20 quid a day. Nah, nah, bring it down a little bit, mate. Yeah, tenner. <laughs> Dubai wage, man. So two quid a day. Yeah, two quid a day. I've yeah, sorted it out. That's it. Um, where was I? Fuck. Nine quid a day cycling. Oh, sorry, nine, uh, nine miles, miles a day, a day yeah. So I used to cycle to save a fiver a day. Saved up my £100 a week. Like, saved as much as I could. Like, mate, I remember it was rough. Like, I wouldn't eat out. Like, everyone would get, like, lunch at a burger van that would come. And that was, like, fucking expensive. Obviously, yeah. paying, like, seven quid for a wrap and shit. And, like, you're earning 20 quid a day. So I was, like, smart with my money. Saved as much as I possibly could. Used to take sandwiches to work. Ride my bike. And at the time, I was doing parkour. Uh, I was like, somehow I've got to make money from this. I don't know how. Back then, like, you couldn't really make money from parkour directly. Like, there was no... There's, and even now, there's not really any money in it. Mm -hmm. um, but I wanted to start YouTube after, like, two years doing the apprenticeship. I was just doing parkour for fun in it. Like, but I was like, I need to somehow make money out of this. And then late 2014, I decided to start a YouTube channel. At this point, I was, like, climbing some roofs, jumping across roofs, doing that shit. So I thought maybe I could... Like, you had obviously all the old GoPro montages that yeah, people yeah. would do this shit. I thought somehow I'm going to make money from this. I don't know how, but I'm going to. I'm going to start a YouTube channel. And then I saved my £100 a week, bought a GoPro Hero 3 Black for like 300 quid from Argos and bought a computer from Argos for 300 quid. So that's like 600 quid. Yeah. But the computer was so shit that it was just like a bog standard thing. I had no idea about editing. So I took it back, set it up, tried to edit some of my GoPro clips. 
and wouldn't it work. just wouldn't load like Fuck. wouldn't load the clip and then I'm YouTubing like why didn't this work and then I found out about RAM and like fucking yeah, yeah. memory and I needed a better computer I was like fuck now I need to go back to the drawing board yeah. so I can't remember if I like returned it or like I can't, I can't really remember that but I ended up having to save for another one and I bought a second hand Alienware like because I looked up and it was like you need this type of computer it's like an Alienware will handle editing obviously brand new they were like two grand Got a second-hand refurbished one for like 700 quid. Mm-hmm. So I ended up buying that 700 quid, GoPro for 300 quid. So it was about a grand in, which was about 10 weeks of wages, obviously. Used to ride my bike so I'd save money because I was trying to save money. Bought that, then started making YouTube videos late 2014. Started my channel in December 2014. And then just started cracking out videos. They sort of changed over the years. Like How long, how long did it take for you to, to gain any like followers? 20... So it's a hard. Uh, you got quite a few on your. What's it, what's your, your mate? Uh, well, how many subscribers? Yeah, three and a half million now. Yeah, crazy. So, but back then it was like, so I started and obviously I was doing parkour videos mm. and they didn't really blow up. But I was doing parkour videos and then in 2016, so only like two years after I started the channel, um, I'd been doing it for two years. Obviously, I had like a couple hundred subscribers. Like, well, yeah. I hadn't really done anything. Yeah. Um, and then in 2016, the killer clown trend come around. You remember that when like, kind of, it was like, I can't remember. People were like scared of killer clowns. I think it was in the news. I don't know if it was like a month. Oh, I think so. Everyone was just terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Like that, that vibe. Um, and then I was like, how can I, cause obviously any killer clown video was going viral. I was like, how can I fit that into my content? I was like, right, I do parkour. And then I made like some cringy killer clown, like <laughs> escape rooftop video. But I was like, fuck, I'm going to somehow do this. Yeah, yeah. This might blow up. And then mate, out of nowhere, I pop, pop this. I had like a couple hundred subscribers, pop this video on my channel. And at the times, so at this point, I, this was like two, 2016. At this point, I'd finished the carpentry apprenticeship, didn't do that. And I worked in a trampoline park Yeah. through like parkour. I met someone at work, trampoline park, worked there, seven pound an hour I was getting. And at the time, this video was blowing up. And I, even to this day, I've not had a video blow up like this. Mate, really? Like 16 million views in like a couple of days. No way. Like it's basically like a week, I think. Yeah. Was that monetized as well? So 2016 was like adpocalypse time. I don't know if you ever remember yeah, this. Yeah, I do, yeah. Mate, yeah. CPM was like 10p CPM. So that video in total earned like, of 20 million views, has earned about three grand. Holy shit. So like nothing, mate, considering yeah. what it would earn now if it was monetized. Yeah, probably and like then, what, like 30K? Yeah, now? like 30K at pounds. least, yeah, yeah, 30K pounds. Um, so yeah, but I was working at a trampoline park for £7 an hour. I'm refreshing YouTube studio on my phone whilst working there. Like, I used to have to clean the toilets in there and shit, and I'd like go in the toilet with this mop, and then I'd be like fucking refreshing this phone, like seeing like £100 coming on AdSense, getting mate. gassed, mate. Um, so what, when did you so when did you quit your job then like mate I quit so I earned like two and a half grand in the space of like a week off that video mm-hmm. and I'd never seen two I, I genuinely had never seen two and a half grand in my life yeah I even think my mum probably has never had two and a half grand do you in remember was it like the first time you had like a thousand pounds in your bank yeah. account and you're like fuck oh God, you see that so like one thousand pounds you're mate, like shit it, it was exactly shit. like that it was I don't think you'll ever beat that dopamine level like yeah man ever that first thousand pound unreal mate um, yeah and you're like I, f- I fucking made it. Oh, I mate, I'm rich. I'm sorted forever. <laughs> Fuck you lot. Literally. I'm out of it. I remember that. Um, I, was, I don't know how old I would have been then. Fuck knows. Um, what's, yeah, I was quite young, like 18 or something. Yeah, um, yeah. And then I asked my boss at this trampoline park. I'd worked there for a couple of months and I asked my boss if I could have some time off. I'd, I just like really liked traveling back then. We used to go like on little trips to like Copenhagen, like get cheap fucking 20 pound flights. Yeah. Go away. And I was like, I want to go far. I want to go to like Asia. Mm-hmm. And my boss was like, I asked for three weeks. No, I asked for two weeks off. 
and he was a bit of a knobhead and he was like no and then he was like you have to write an email to hr or whatever and i wrote an email what's his name uh, Ryan. Ryan. Yeah, fuck, fu- fuck fucking, you, Ryan. Fucking knob, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I would be watching. Imagine so I was, he's a big, I was probably going to send this to Imagine him he's well. a big Mo Samuels fan. He oh, watches the pod. Ryan just has like this monopoly in like the podcasting space, mate. He's just going to blacklist takes, us takes from the pod down. Yeah. Yeah, Ryan, I'm, I'm sorry. Take it back. Yeah, we're joking, Ryan. <laughs> Please don't take the pod down. Um, oh, fuck. Yeah, so. Asked him for time off, wouldn't give me time off. I was yeah. like, fuck it, I'm I'm loaded now anyway. Got two and a half grand, <laughs> fuck ya. Yeah. Quit that job. I just quit on the spot. Fuck, man. And then fucked off to... It's pretty risky. Yeah, very risky. Very dumb and risky. Yeah, but um, I think you've got, you got to take risks sometimes, don't yeah, you? Yeah, man, 100%. But I think for the majority of people, it's probably not going to go <laughs> that way, is it? No, I believe, man. I believe if you go 110% autistic obsession with something, it can't not work out. Like, no, well, it, it will I, always I do, work I do out. I do, think, like, I do think you have to be like almost delusional yep. in your way of thinking to like, I've always thought of this. Cause I've always been quite delusional with things like yeah i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do this yeah i think it's that delusion that makes you win at things 100 you know? so, that delusional self-belief it's like, a lot to be said mate when you're trying to start a youtube channel from cornwall in a fucking council estate and you're like i'm gonna do this and yeah yeah everyone 100%. around you's like that that can't work because they um, haven't seen it right mate all, all like people i used to go to school with that were like my friends would like take the piss yeah. out of me and like rip into me yeah. behind my back and like send each other the videos I was making yeah, yeah, and like standard. fucking laugh at them. And bro, it used to like really get to me. Yeah. Um, and then, and then it's like, you look back now and it's like, they're doing the exact same shit yeah. in the same town. Like, I'm like, I feel sorry for you, dude. Yeah. So. But no, I agree. Delusional self-belief when everyone thinks that, yeah, no, no, like mate, when you're trying to do shit that's different, no one's going to believe in you, innit? Like, but it's, it's hard, like, when you're trying to start a YouTube... Like, I was the same. I used to make videos... My brother used to get pissed off at me because I used to make videos. I'd be like, yo, guys, like, all YouTuber style. And I'd have, like, 90, well. mate, 97 subscribers. Yeah. Like, I'm talking to no one. Yeah. And, like, my brother used to get pissed off because his mates would rip him for it. Like, oh, and it made him look like a loser. You made him look yeah, like a loser. Yeah. Like, he's got that loser brother that's like, yo, guys. And it was just, like, really cringy. Same vibe, man. 100% autistic. Yeah. to <laughs> 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 Making some fat kid jumping over the park benches yeah. making YouTube yeah. videos. <laughs> I, I do get it, but same vibe, man. Like, yeah, fucking, yeah. Uh, cringy. But yeah, no, I agree. You have to be delusionally... And same as Jamal Edwards, his whole thing was like self-belief, right? Yeah. Like, that was his thing. That's how he made it. Was same with SBTV. Like, he just believed in himself when when YouTube wasn't really a thing. And Is, is, is that like the, the rapping... Yeah, yeah, you know, SPTV, it's yeah, like a like music channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pops off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he was the same. He started that just with his camera. Mm. I remember seeing his videos back in the day. Oh, yeah, I've watched a video on the come up of that actually. Yeah. It's smashing it, isn't it? Massive. Yeah. And that's the same, mate. If you look at anyone or speak to anyone that's like made it, I think has a similar story. Like they sort of, you have to delusionally self believe in yourself to go through it. Like, mate, you're trying to start YouTube from a council estate in Cornwall or Southampton. Like, if you're trying mm. to start a business, like in the beginning, it's. No one's going to see the vision, are they? And I think that's the same with pretty much anything. Yeah, I think so. Did you did you did you plan to? Did you know that you were going to blow up on it? I. Or did you I, did you do it as well because you enjoyed doing it? That's a hard. I think so. I did it because I enjoyed. So in the beginning, I did it because I enjoyed it. But at the same time, there was a part like I did enjoy, it and I like. It's a hard one because I really did enjoy making videos, but at the same time, like the intentions were to 
somehow make money from it. Yeah. Because yeah. I, that was the only option to escape like the life that I had. But I did enjoy it as well. It's not like I just made the videos to make, which again, I think if you just make YouTube videos to make money, you're not going to do it because of how fucking tough it is. Like how, like I think if you solely go, oh, I'm going to start YouTube to make a fuckload of money. Like you see KSI driving around a Lamborghini back in the day. Mm. You're not going to, mate, when, when you're making videos for three years and you're not making a penny out of it, most people are going to give up, right? Mate, that's what I say to people. Like, so, like a lot of people ask me, um, not as much now, because I feel like as you get a bit like more mature and like your audience kind of follows you with that. But especially when I was like, just turned 20, I get a lot of people asking me like how to make it on, how do I grow my YouTube? How to yeah. make it on YouTube? And I always say to people like, there, there's pretty much no one who's made YouTube videos consistent, consistently, like I'm talking like at least once a week, like three, four, five years who has not made it. Everyone just quits yeah. too soon. Yeah. And that's literally it. So if you stick at it long enough, you will get something from it. 100%. And it, it's a graph. Like when people start YouTube, like I've had the same thing. People are like, oh, I want to become YouTube. Because everyone sees, and I was the same back in the day. I think that's what led me to go down the YouTube path. I remember seeing a video of KSI. Mm. He was in like his penthouse in London and it was like, looked insane. He had a Lamborghini and stuff. And that was like, fuck man, that's sick. But if you're not making content or enjoying making content, you're just simply trying to do it to make a fuckload of money after a year of grafting your ass off and weekly uploads and you've not earned a penny out of it, you're going to give up, aren't you? Yeah. Like, you have to somewhat enjoy it or, like, enjoy what you're doing. But, yeah, mate, I loved it. I loved making YouTube videos. I, I enjoyed editing. Like, it was... I, I found a love for, like, filming, editing, yeah, and then doing creating, what I was doing. Yeah. yeah, creating. I don't know. I just enjoyed all three of them. Now I don't really... I, I think I've rinsed the editing. I don't really enjoy the editing oh, anymore. I feel a bit like that sometimes, yeah. Rinse it. To yeah. My, I edit my own videos for, like, six, five, six years. Like, yeah. And, and at you, a point, you're just like fuck this. I just, it's, it's a long <laughs> process. I think that's a, that's an art in its own, isn't it? Like if you really enjoy editing, yeah, then just having editing, yeah. not having like everything else. But <sighs> yeah, I, I had this problem because I became known for like on YouTube for s some of the. It's a bit of a weird audience that I have, but on YouTube, like a lot of people follow me because of my editing and because of the like. I used to be a videographer. I used to work on film. Yeah, like the cinematic, like weird cinematic fitness, like no fucks given crossover so like when i fell out of love with doing that it's like it, yeah it just gave me gave me issues mate but yeah but dude I, i've done like I've, I've been making videos probably since i was around nine ten years old and like, i never thought anything was going to come of it back then but i've always like just liked creating stuff just yeah, like yeah. filming stuff i used to make um like jackass videos Jumping in bushes and shit. Yeah, out yeah. The when I was like, when I was like, literally, I must have been ten. There's a video. Um, I put it on screen in YouTube. I put the audio on screen. Yeah. And it's like, I've got like a squeaky little voice, and with my mate Ben, and then we do this like skit where we're on this like, do you, do you know those like um, seesaws? Yeah. Do you know you used to get a plastic plastic ones that aren't attached to anything for like really young kids? Not can't picture. Oh, it's, it. it's almost like a seesaw, like a freestanding bit of plastic. Yeah, and you can just swing on it. That's what, we were both on that, and then we did this one skit where we went up. I rolled off the back, so he went flying, and then we like covered his face. You got a video of it. You got a video. <laughs> find yeah, get that up. Uh, uh, I don't know if it's on. Um, it might be on Facebook actually. It's a little look, see, mate. Absolute it, bagger of a it's video. It's funny because 
so many people that do YouTube now have that same story. Like they made videos. Like I've got a clip as well, like pushing my mate down the hill in a bin when I was like, I think I was about fucking 10, mate. Like in uh, a, it must have been like the first or second year YouTube was made. Like, we used to do tractor tires, mate. <laughs> down, push down, down the hills. hill. Yeah. Mate, it, it's weird that like Logan Paul and Jake Paul did the same. They were making like jackass videos and like wrestling videos at like 10. Like I feel like a lot of people that make YouTube videos did make videos back in the day when they were young. Yeah. It was meant to be. Oh, let me find this for you while it's loading. Oh, mate, we're just getting into things. You have to wrap this up in like 10 minutes. What time is it? I thought we got to go jump out of a heli. past seven, yeah. Oh, shit. Mate, to be fair, we, yeah, could, we could, we'll, we could uh, continue it over lunch in the car. Yeah, we're, fuck this it. This is going to yeah. be like a, a split pod, pod class. Yeah, we'll continue it. Let's try and find, find this fucking clip. Uh, here's a street luge. Luge. Tray flip. Um, oh, here it is. Here it is. OG YouTuber. What year look, is it? Look at this, mate. There you go. <laughs> Play this. Is this you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know what you mean. This is like, this is Mo Samuels reporting for Junior Jackass. <laughs> <laughs> That's quality. Is that fake blood? It's ketchup. Oh, right. I thought it was actually blood for a sec. Do you still speak to this guy? I spoke to him the other day, actually, a little That's bit. That's quality. Um, I love yeah, it. Yeah, we used to you go... You look well different. Oh, mate, I used to have blonde hair when I was a kid. It's fucking mad, isn't it? From, like, just found this from seven years ago, so that would have been, like, mate, how old? You were young there. So what was that? That was in 2011, minus seven years. Mo was making YouTube videos before YouTube was made. 2004. Yeah, YouTube was made in 2006, So I was, I was eight then. No, no, Yeah, I was eight. What mate, the fuck, bro? That's, that's before crazy. YouTube was a thing. That's crazy. So if you want to get, like, any kind of, like, mediocre YouTube channel, lads, then you've got to be at it for at least yeah. 20 years. 20 years to make your first penny. 20 years of minimum. But, Fucking minimum. Mate, you got to put some graft in if you want to make YouTube videos. But I think, mate, I think it's easier than ever before now to blow up on YouTube or make it, make money on out of On social media, yeah, 100%, on social media. Man. Like, like, yeah, my, the biggest issue for, for me is, like, the, the amount of platforms that there are. And knowing what to put my Too time many. into, like yep. TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, like Rumble, OnlyFans, like you know, <laughs> <laughs> like literally, if you want to make it, just jump on fucking OnlyFans. Yeah, if you're a girl, yeah, OnlyFans. <laughs> that's, that's what, yeah. Easiest way, I, I try, easiest I try, way I try, to I try, win. I tried not to say every time you say subscription site, I was like, don't say OnlyFans, don't say OnlyFans. <laughs> so fucking obvious. Wanking myself on top of cranes. <laughs> fucking hell, Ali's changed up. <laughs> there we go, mate. <laughs> but dude, uh, fuck it. Should we call it? Jump we're, out we're, some helicopters. We're going to jump out some helis. And then in between, in between the helicopter we'll jumps, in the car. we'll bang like a half an hour in the car. So I want to go. I want to um, chat about like going to Dubai. Yeah. Obviously, your channel getting fucking demonetized. There's a lot to talk about. Uh, but yeah, man, I feel like we need like three hours of this. Bang, we're, base, we do little half hour stints in between heli jumps. Mate, we'll bring it up in the helicopter with yeah, us. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, why not? Yeah. So today, just before, free full podcast. FYI, if you don't hear from us again, we're both dead. Out of a heli, yeah. Yeah, um, we're doing like, we're skydiving. This is how I actually met. So we, I'll just tell them what we're doing first. Um, we're jumping out of a helicopter today to skydive for some, for YouTube videos, for some content. But yeah, me and Ali actually met when you were skydiving in Spain, yep. weren't you? 
And then I was like, I wanted to go out there anyway. I think we'd round me followed each other on Instagram because you're, I saw you follow quite a few people in fitness. You're getting yeah. like in shape and like more interested in like the fitness side of things. And then, yeah, I, I can't remember. We just basically got chatting and you're like, oh yeah, come out. I was coming out anyway. And yeah. then we linked up out there. And then since then we've done some jumping together. And uh, now life yeah. has led us to Cornwall, life's jumping out led, of helis. Yeah. Get on, mate. Get Insane on. Life. Right, let's get it. Like, see you soon. <laughs> Last time we were, it's been about three months now, two Brief. months, isn't it? Now more. I was March, in April, Dubai May, for June. six weeks, Fuck. Africa for five weeks. Yeah, it's been it's been like three, four months. Yeah, man, you're now a wanted Shit. fugitive. Now I'm a wanted fugitive. <laughs> I'm stuck in England. <laughs> Since it's all um, kicked off, I left England last time. I went to Africa and all of that, and then I come back. I know, we, we couldn't we couldn't mention the details, could we? Pretty can't still mention still? details. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Africa. I come back. Um, I had a court date the other day, so I flew back into England. Um, they wanted to put you in prison. They wanted to put me in prison for something that happened in 2000. It was late 2019, so it was like nearly 2020. Mate, I think that's crazy. Crazy. Because like, you don't do that anymore. Nah. Like, I'd be like, oh yeah. Is that good? To, wait, don't do that anymore. Rob a bank, disappear for five years and then go. Don't, yeah. do, don't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, but come on. Okay, that's a bit of a stupid logic. But no, come on. Like, I think... You're, uh, yeah, it's it's it's, it's, it's mental. A, it's punishing mental. You. Okay, that is very. It's like, oh yeah, should we just let all the Nazis go? Let that, him like, off. Yeah, it's three years. We don't even do that. But anymore. It, let equally, him like off. I used to like say some dumb shit. Like mm. if I was like a teenager, if I was like 14, 15 years You'd old now. I would probably be like in prison, mate. Yeah. I just used to troll people and like I'd be so fucking. Yep cancelled you know what i mean but that's what happens to loads but of people i just isn't it? don't think like you're the same person are you nah you know, you know? so yeah let, free alley law get yourself like, i need you i need you at the back of the court <laughs> mode telling the judge that look it was three years ago just let him off <laughs> mate why didn't you get oh, we can cut us out if you don't know no 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 we'll roll, why, did, why, did, why did you get a lawyer for it um <laughs> all right let me all right i didn't take a lawyer because a lawyer is going to cost like five grand yeah. yeah and this is what happened I'll, for people that don't know right i climbed up a bridge in 2020 yeah, yeah. at 5 a.m and there was no one on the bridge the bridge was closed to the public oh and, was it yeah yeah it was closed to the public on that day um which yeah there was workers on the bridge but obviously 5 a.m there wasn't but there was just workers doing something on the bridge so the bridge was closed yeah so we climbed it and the charge that they they never arrested us but police come and they charged us never heard nothing about it for about two years or a year and a half yeah and then randomly get charged and taken to court for it but the charge was endangering so it was reckless and culpable behavior which is endangering someone's life the charge mm. was so I, I read it i was like right i'm gonna pay five grand for a lawyer or i know i can go there and pretty much win this case on my own because they're trying to say i danger endanger someone's life when the bridge was closed to me it was a no-brainer i was like yeah. i'm gonna win this yeah so i went to court um the two of my mates that were with me just pleaded guilty. They were like, fuck it, we're pleading guilty. But stubbornness me. Oh, no, you didn't, I did wish you? I did. But no, because I thought I haven't committed the yeah, crime. I, I feel like they try and make an example yeah, of they, you if you don't plead guilty. 100%, yeah, yeah, they do. But yeah. in my head, I hadn't committed the crime. So I was like, don't need a lawyer and I can win this. And I went to court on my own after I had to keep going up because the Scottish law system's a bit different than down here. But I had to go up for like a pre, I can't remember what they called it, preliminary hearing or something. Yeah. So I had to yeah. just keep going up and it's fucking long. Anyway, I won the case. I got there, fucking ripped it apart on my own and won the case. And then he was like, yep, you're found not guilty for that. But then the judge was like, but there is a case for breach of the peace. And I was oh, like, mate. it was one of them ones. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And obviously if I had a lawyer, it would have been better. A lawyer could have ripped that apart probably, but on my own, I didn't really know. But yeah. basically what I've been charged for was 
Breach of the peace. I could have alarmed and distressed someone. That was the charge. Could have. I haven't. There's no one in court saying, I've alarmed and distressed you by climbing. You've scared me by climbing the bridge. If there was someone there that said, right, this affected my life, seeing you on the bridge, it scared me. But there's no one. It's 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 a could have charge. So I've been charged on could have alarmed and distressed someone. There is no, there is no person that's been alarmed and distressed, but I could have alarmed and distressed someone by climbing it. But anyway... All this, and then yeah, I've been. This is the, that was the ninth time I've been up to Scotland. I've had to drive up there from Southampton, like eight hour drive, mate. On no sleep, like every time I do it, like no sleep because I got to be there for like nine in the morning. So I leave yeah. at midnight. It's like an eight and a half hour drive, and I drove up there. It was meant to be the last case. I flew back in for it, and basically because I went to Dubai, like uh, I've moved to Dubai, like yeah, in between all of this, nothing like, to do with that. But, but you like, can't, you can't stay here. Yeah, for I over, can't stay over here. Sixty days, whatever. It's yeah, been. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I obviously went to Dubai, and I was keeping in touch with the court. So when I was last with you, like I was ringing the court. That I don't know if you remember, I was ringing the court at that heli place. Yeah, but I was trying to sort it out, and because I had left the country, um, he's basically saying I'm a flight risk. But I was like, I'm not. He's basically saying I left the country to try and fucking escape the court, which obviously if I'd done that, I wouldn't have flown back for it, you know? Like he knows yeah. it's bollocks. But anyway, he's um, charged me on that. He's take, they've they've put an order to take my passport off me um, oh, for man. five weeks until the next court date. So, but it's the longest thing ever. Like oh, I've had to drive up there. It's bad, man. Multiple times. Like the breach of the peace is- Such a bollocks charge. It's, just, it's like some like draconian Nazi, like- yeah. Like, because what defines yeah. breach of... Oh, no, alarm, uh, alarm and distress Alarm and well. distress is the same, like, yeah, yeah. It's like, mate, you're look the way you're looking at me is making me feel as, alarmed and as distressed. As my mate said, when a football game's on, if you go out, like when Liverpool or like Rangers beat Celtic or whatever, if you go out in a Celtic top, is that going out to deliberately alarm and distress someone? Where do you draw the line? Scary, mate, isn't it? It's, it is it's, scary, it's yeah, like, yeah. It's like China, China it's, kind of like... It's a bit wild, yeah, because where can they... Because can they just put that on anything? Obviously, I'm not... I'm not going to sit here and say I didn't do nothing wrong. Like, I climbed up, but whatever. But like, the whole thing is I've been, I'm in court and been charged and treated like a proper criminal for a could have. It's not like, I'd understand if there's like an old lady that said, this really affected my life and I'm having bad dreams since this. I'd understand that because there's a, there's a, there's a, a victim. Yeah. But without a victim, I've, I've, yeah, I've been charged. Well, it's, 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 it's like saying, it's like saying, oh, I thought about robbing a bank. And then, like the police yeah. kicking in your door and dragging you to prison because they're like, "Oh, you, it's like a thought crime." Yeah, yeah, it's man. like a thought it's crime. You could, I could have, scary. Right? Yeah. yeah, dude. I could fucking put a knife in you right now. What are we gonna do? Arrest me for yeah, fucking doing, mate? Do <laughs> viral, viral podcast. Pod across the podcast table. host gets stabbed <laughs> mid podcast. We really yeah, didn't mate, expect it's that. It's scary, man. It's proper scary, bro. But, but, yeah. but yeah, but as well, like I'd understand even if based on the the charges that you that are against you. Yeah. If like, for example, you were still getting arrested mm. and making like videos where you could be breaching yeah, yeah, your peace yeah. or like scaring people and all that yeah. stuff. But it's like you you it's you stopped doing that now. Yeah. It's like you don't do illegal stuff anymore. And it's like yeah. two years ago, there's no victim. So it's like I don't know, man. I, I just yeah. It's all what the the I'm not gonna sit here and complain about it. It is what it, I just sort of accepted it. Yeah. it but the most crazy thing I was telling you before is there was a guy, so in Scotland, my dad's Scottish and like, they just love alcohol. Massive, yeah. everyone over up there's pretty much an alcoholic. Yeah. But there's like, I was there last time and there were seven people that got seen before me for their like, uh, like the out, what's it called? Like the, the charge where the judge tells them what they get or whatever. And I had to watch seven people go in before me and 100% of them, seven people were all alcohol related, whether it was drink driving, yeah. domestic abuse, whatever, that every charge was alcohol related, mm. yeah. And there was a guy before me and he had 
had a restraining order against his girlfriend for like some violent fucking drunken whatever i don't know what it was but it was something like he obviously had a restraining order against his yeah, girlfriend yeah. so he couldn't go near her he chased her down the road yeah and fucking smashed the car like this was after he already had a <laughs> had a restraining order he yeah, chased yeah. her down the road smashed the window with a kid in the back of the car and that then she drove off and the judge is speaking to him like like really sympathetic and he's like we're gonna give you one more chance it just know how serious this is you you've you cannot do this. You've got bail conditions to not go near. And I'm like, what's the point in the restraining order before? But anyway, I'm looking at that and You're I'm like, thinking, this oh, judge is sound. Yes. Like, this guy's chilling. <laughs> then I go up and it's like, you've climbed out of the bridge and you've alarmed it. You could have alarmed the distress on. And I'm like, fuck, I'm living in some dystopian world here. This is bullshit. That's probably why you don't live in the UK anymore, Yeah, isn't this it? is, mate, this country's done. This country's done. I'm going to get this over and done with, take out whatever they give me and I'm out of here forever. I'm never coming back ever. Mate, it, yeah, it, it, yeah, man, it's it's like it's scary, isn't it, bro? Mm. It's scary. I feel like it would have been like even even better. Like if you got down from the bridge, the fucking police officer gave you a little backhand, gave you a little yeah, slap, a little slap around the back of the head, yeah. like you're a fucking idiot. Don't do that again. Yeah, yeah, but sorted, mate. But obviously, you can't do that in this day and age either, can you? He's going. Yeah, not allowed to do that these days. Yeah, I, I feel like rules for the sake of rules are just scary. That scary, man. Yeah, where do you draw the line? I don't know. It's all all a bit crazy. Like yeah. the, the system is broken. I'm not gonna sit here and like complain about it or whatever, but the system is broken in the sense that it. Like, I'll give you another example like that that was perfect. When I before I, I jumped into the Big Brother house a few years ago, which yeah we've been. Oh, dude, I remember this because I felt like, was was this like the end of your? Was yeah, this, your this, device? Is, this is the <laughs> demise. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this is the end of me. This is what. I, yeah, because I watched your, I watched your shit then. I watched yeah. that video. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And then I kind of like I don't know what it was or if I just like was just busy and not really watching yeah, YouTube. Yeah. But then I started. I didn't really see no, much I think of your after stuff after that, that. Yeah, after that, that was the demise. That was when it all went downhill. But we were pushing the boundaries and I understand that and back there I was a bit naughty but you gotta get to a point don't you where it happens and you're yeah, like okay fuck you yeah, get the a, top a reality and then, check yeah, yeah and that's yeah. exactly what happened and anyway but even so like we had done it we jumped for anyone watching we jumped into the big brother house like made a video sneaking into the big brother house didn't hurt no one we hopped over a gate and we got a bit sneaky we didn't break anything steal anything were they filming at this point they were filming so it was on live tv and there's people in there yeah yeah so the idea was the whole idea of it was to go viral and go like at the time we were blowing anyway and we were just trying to get more and more extreme and we thought if we can somehow time it and get in as they're evicting someone and then just me and my mate ryan walk through like the door like strolling through the back or whatever that was the whole idea to like not crash it, but like just just get on that live TV, do like most ridiculous thing ever. Okay. So that was the idea, and we managed to get in. We managed to get in, like get fully to the garden, and like we went to open the door, but they'd locked the door. So we literally had done it. But anyway, so ultimately didn't hurt no one, didn't break anything. It was a bit naughty, but got charged with that. Um, what do they charge you? Was so it bad when you got? How did they catch you? They caught us in the garden. Uh, like 20 security come running into the garden. We watched the, so the footage never got released because the police took our GoPros, but the the footage, the CCTV got played in court and it was very funny. <laughs> wow. uh, but, yeah, mate, so they ran in like, uh, there was probably about tw 10 of them, let's say, 10 security. Yeah. They run in, but they put the house on like a lockdown and we're in the garden. We go to open, we're like, we, we had to run across the roof, drop down like quite a big drop into the garden. Yeah. And then we couldn't get back up because it was like a big hang drop. So you're oh, like trapped in the no. garden. But we're like, we're here. We went to open the door. Like you can see all the guests there. 
went to open the door. Were they all looking at you? Uh, I think a couple of them was, yeah. And then that, that if you told me on YouTube, like that footage got played on TV and it was like, big brother, there's someone in the garden or yeah. there's people in the garden, something like that. Then we went to open the door and it was locked because they'd put the house on like red alert, like knew there was intruders. So it like locked the whole place down. But then from that, the security all come running out, went to open the door, like another door. So that door to the house is there. And then there's another door. I don't know what it is, like a shed in the garden or something. Mm. They come running out and it was like someone out of a comedy, mate. They all come running and they went to open the door. The door's locked because the house has been put on lockdown. So they're trying to open the door. They're trying to open the window. Like they're trying to get out. Ryan's trying to climb out. I just realised that. I'm this like, Ryan Taylor. Yeah, Ryan Taylor. Yeah, yeah. I, I realised we're never getting out of here. That's like fucking 20 foot high. Like we ain't climbing up. You just up stood there. Well. What are you doing? I jumped in the hot tub. I got in my boxes. I was like, fuck, I'm, I'm getting in the hot tub. Because <laughs> I got my GoPro on. I'm like, well, we can at least make this video interesting. So yeah. I jumped in the hot tub. I'm in the middle of the hot tub. Oh, mate, I just wish we could show you this footage because it was the most. It did get released like later on, but it sort of got removed. I'm sure it's out there somewhere. Have you, did you not get this? Stuff I back? never. No, they they seized my GoPro, but Ryan's was like backed up to a cloud. Um, so Ryan had his footage, but yeah, they they took. So took can you not GoPro. get it back now? Nah, they took the the really? the whole thing in the court case when you got found guilty. It's like if you used a knife for a crime, that's that's a. Uh, act that got used in a crime that's an item that got used in a crime so they they said the gopro was used in the crime oh my god seized the gopro and then we never got the gopros back so what yeah. do they charge you with aggravated trespassing so it's oh. like trespassing in the uk isn't a criminal offense so that's how we always got away with the videos yeah but when you do it to so this is how they get you know like people that run on football pitches yeah so you're interrupting a law yeah same <laughs> Should we do it? yeah <laughs> you get fucked for that you do get fucked yeah. do you know Jarvo? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen station. his stuff recently? Nah. He runs on the cricket pitches. He runs. He, he dresses up in cricket. He calls himself Jarvo sixty nine. <laughs> He's got a big sixty nine on his back, and he, he like proper gets on the pitches and that. And then he'll like. There was one in Japan. Type in Jarvo sixty nine. Oh, Japan. he didn't in Japan, did he? Mate, he ran oh, on and he got no. he got next to him. You know when they're like singing the national anthem and he stood next to him, just a bunch of Japanese guys, and then a white Jarvo stood there. He's got his hand on his, and he's and the TV like they didn't even question him he's on live tv if you type it in it i was watching it the other day it cracks me up but um yeah you get you do get fucked for running on the pitches but same thing so it's like you're interrupting a lawful activity so yeah that's what we done we interrupted a lawful activity so they charged us with that and then when i went to court for that I had lawyers for that one and uh, when i went to court for that they what, what was the, how much did that cost you in like <sighs> court fees at one point i had two court cases on a go and i spent 35 grand how much do you reckon you spent in your life on court fees too much. How much? God, give me a bullfuck. <laughs> I don't know. I'd say 50k plus. You know, <laughs> fucking savage money, man. Yeah. I'd say, yeah, if that was... That's not too bad. Like, not as bad. Uh, no, obviously, because... it, I wouldn't like that, but I mean, I, I yeah. would have thought it'd be more for no, you. No, so a lot of them, we never took lawyers. So a, there's two... I've been to court loads of times, but for like uh, civil matters. So mm. like getting sued by companies. I just never took lawyers for them because I was yeah. like, I fucked it Got anyway. It. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like they're basically trying to take you to court to get, say, say Manchester United football stadium. We jump into the stadium. They go and effectively are trying to get a restraining order. That's what it is. It's yeah. uh, uh, an injunction. So it's a restraining order from you ever being able to go back there. Mm. How am I ever going to win that case? Like I've jumped into it. Like even with the best lawyers, you can't win that case because you've you've jumped in. Like you've made a video sneaking in, so they they're going to win guaranteed. So I never yeah. took lawyers for them ones, but we yeah we we fucked ourselves a bit. We uh got into quite a bit of like they they would take you to court how it would work is they'd take you to court and like o2 arena did this merlin attractions that own like all the theme parks oh yeah i was like mate do you want to come to our town yeah, sorry mate <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> <"You> <laughs> can't come 
honestly, my ex-girlfriend hated it. She's like, when I go anywhere, and I'm like, literally, I can't go to London Eye, I can't go to Madame Tussauds, I can't go like any of their main attractions in London, I can't go to. Are they all Merlin all attractions? All Merlin attractions. Ah. Theme parks, football stadiums, O2 Arena. <laughs> um, I can't, yeah, in this country, I basically can't go anywhere. So what would happen if you, do you reckon on the O2 Arena, they've like got your ID in a system or something? 100%, So yeah. you couldn't even go there for like an event or something? Nah. Wow. No chance. Wow. And if man. I did, then you're breaching a court order. It's the same as, well, in Scotland, breaching a restraining order don't seem to be a problem, obviously. <laughs> but I don't know if you know George King. He climbed up the Shard. What's his name on? Uh, the Shard Climber on Instagram. Is he quite? Is he like our age? Yeah. A little bit younger, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know him. You've I probably know seen him, him but yeah. he went to prison for climbing up the Shard. And the only way... Oh, yeah, I remember that. So the only way they managed to put him in prison is because the Shard had an injunction on it from like us boys, like me, Nightscape. No uh, way. Ricky... Um, I think maybe Ryan because we had done videos in and around the yeah, shop. Yeah. So they put an injunction on it and by them having an injunction then George climbed it and he breached the injunction. So he, so yeah. he went to, he's been to prison but he ain't got a criminal record which is a mad thing. Like he's been to prison on a civil case. Yeah. So you're not actually yeah he went to prison but he's so that that's what would happen if I went to Merlin Attractions basically. If I come to a theme park with you I'd be breaching a court Was it order. George King? Yeah. George, George King. King. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll check him out after this. I remember, watching, G, I remember watching a documentary that um, was on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. And he seemed like a cool lad. He's the coolest man. Yeah, he's. But a yeah, cool that's guy. that's fuck. Yeah, I remember watching that. Yeah. And I think I remember see, seeing something on on what it was charged on. I was like, bro, going back to this is I, scary. Yeah, I mate. didn't realise. Like scary. I didn't realise you could go to prison and not have a criminal record. I learned that from him. So he went to prison, and he was a civil prisoner. It was like he was in there. So he come out and he's he's been to prison, but he's not got a criminal record. I feel, because, I feel like how long was he in prison for as well? It, it wasn't. I think he. I want to say he got six months and he got out in free. Okay. I, I want to say it was around that. That's still bad though. Yeah, mate. man. You, they just you, locked him they up for three take months. Away, yeah, it's like they take away your life over something that's like, let's face it, he's not going to hurt anyone unless he falls off and falls onto someone. Yeah, like what are did, the chances? Yeah, and even then, like, I think around it, you've got... We, we had this in court once. We climbed the crane and the judge was actually really sound. The judge actually got us off of it. Yeah. We went in and his lawyer was trying to say if we fall, fell off this crane... What we lawyer was trying to say that? Their lawyer. Like the, the people that were prosecuting. Oh, like so they the, chose to prosecute you for climbing yeah, the crane. Yeah, just a random crane in London. And the so it was the police, the CPS that done it. And yeah. the, the judge actually like stuck up for us. And he was like, if he fell off this crane, it's got a building site around it. Like they would have fallen into the building site and it was at like yeah. two o'clock in the morning. Like they wouldn't have ever hit anyone. And mm -hmm. it's the same with the shard. If he fought, fell off that, it's got all that glass around at the bottom, like to say that he would have hit someone. But yeah, same. It's, it's like, yeah, you can, you, oh man, like I'm pretty sure you can go and touch a kid and you can get like a year. Oh, you know mate, I'm going to tell you a story, right? So the big brother, going back to the big brother. Yeah. I jump, I'm not going to say I've touched a kid. If that, <laughs> you're looking at me. Like, I've um, a few times where I'm like, should I make a joke about this? I'm like, no. <laughs> not allowed. I'm, I'm a serious podcaster yeah, serious now. Yeah, serious podcaster. Right? I don't want to ruin Louis, Louis brand deals. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. But anyway. Don't want to ruin that Athletic Greens No, you don't want to lose that deal, mate. Yeah, it's coming. So I jumped into the big brother house, got charged with that, got 200 and, I want to say 250 hours, 260 hours of community service. What did you, what did you for community service i done two things i worked in a charity shop and cleaned mate i actually liked it really well, i tell you simple what life I, simple it? life mate i tell you what i was stressed at the time and <laughs> i didn't really have i hadn't worked a normal job in ages so i didn't appreciate my free time yes. i was at a point didn't appreciate yeah. my free time yeah and i'd go to this charity shop and i'd be like talking to old biddies all day making friends with the oldies like yeah. me and like 80 year old susan were Did talking it, about life anyone I ever ask it. why you work there uh, yeah, a few people, they couldn't, but they all loved me in there, mate. Oh, so when I first rocked up, the lady had been told that I was like, a, oh, she had, she had obviously been told by the 
the whatever you call them, not the court people, but the people that arrange your community service. Yeah, like pro- pro- uh, probation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them. So she'd yeah. obviously been told something because as soon as I got there, they she was just like, "This guy's a social media guy. He'll be filming in there." Blah blah blah. So as soon as I got there, they were like strict, complete assholes to me. Yeah, like really just treating me like a dickhead. Yeah. And she'd like take my phone off me, put it in a locker at the beginning of the day because you're not allowed on your phone and stuff. But they don't do that to anyone else. But it was only because they were scared that I was going to be filming in there. Yeah, Which yeah. I wouldn't because I'm not dumb. Like I know if you film on community service, you get fucked. So, mm. um, so yeah, I rocked up and I think they were expecting me to be an arsehole. And then once she got to know me, she realized I wasn't an it's arsehole. Probably, it's probably like the judge, mate. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, and if if you just see, like, I hate calling Yeah, from myself. face value, probably. Yeah, man. Like, the stuff you do, your previous experience, yeah. you just seem like a twat. But, yeah. like, I think, like, you're you're a good dude. Like, you're not going to go out and harm anyone, are yeah, you? Like, yeah. you're sure you've done some dumb shit, but yeah. it's only really you that's... It's it's, it's 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 probably very difficult for people from the outside in that don't, like, aren't in this world to determine, like, who's going around actually being a knob to people and who's, and who's just doing some, like, out there shit that they like yeah. to do. Yeah. yeah, it's harder. I think from, yeah, I think from face value, look like a bit of a knob or could be a knob for sure. Yeah. I definitely have that. I definitely, I think people think that. It's either love or hate, I think. Yeah. But, yeah, so that's, I rocked up and at first she sort of just, yeah, she was trying to make my life hard. No, she, I think she was expecting me to, like, they would just give me shitty jobs. They'd be like, go downstairs and get all these bags empty. And I'd just be like, okay, cool. I'd go down. I was there for eight hours a day and I'd just fucking get on with it. And yeah. like, I never back chatted to them. I was always nice to them. And then they, after a while, now like I go down and chat to her all the time. She's sound like, yeah. but I did that. And mate, I actually it want to, but it was long though. Like I got 260 hours. And How many days took, is that? So mate, eight hours a day, 10 days is 80 hours, 20 days. It's like a month of full work. Like, Ooh. and I was trying to get out of the way and they don't let you do it back to Unpaid back. Unpaid as well. Unpaid. What, what do you long, do? Right? If you, How do you live if you're someone that doesn't have any like money and you got community service? You do like one hour every, no, one day every fortnight type vibe. Oh, and it takes okay. you about two years to do. Holy but fuck. I was trying to get it out of the way ASAP. Yeah. Um, but anyway, back to the story of as what I was saying. Yeah, it's about the the kid fiddler. You were saying <laughs> the kid fiddler. You, well, you were saying <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel like kid fiddlers get off. And if you look, there's type in paedophile charges on Google in the UK, and the sentences are terrible. Like they don't put these people in prison. They give them lenient sentences every time. Like there's there's thousands of cases of it, and people get fuming about this all the time, which oh, I understand. Mate, yeah, like, I try not. That to is the it. worst people of society. That that is the worst. There's no crime worse than that. Yeah. Mm. And anyway, so big brother, I jumped in, got 260 hours of community service, and then when the first day I went to community service, I rocked up at a churchyard. I had to like clean a churchyard with a bunch of other people. That's what you do on like your first oh, day. Oh, one of the nonce. Well, yeah, there was an old boy there and he had a Ralph Lauren top on, like a button-up top. He was speaking really posh. Oh, you know, it's a fucking nonsense. <laughs> well, I, I didn't want to... If you're wearing say, a Ralph Lauren you, top, you can, you're, you're you can't You can't judge someone. So I didn't say anything, but there was two other people there that were like there on drunk driving charges, just normal, like a guy and a girl. And they were they're both there on drink driving charges. And they were really normal. And I got along with them. We're clean and joking. She was like, she was convinced this guy was a nonce. She was like, I just know he's a nonce. Yeah. Look at him, he's a nonce. And I'm like... You don't want to call, that's the worst thing. You don't want to call someone a nozzle. Yeah, because he could have been there yeah. for drink driving, but he didn't say what he's there for. And she found his name on the register. It was Roger something. Found his name, Googled his name, and there was an article. And he had been charged for child porn of the worst category from 2000 to 2018. So I got charged, I think it was 2019 that I was doing a community service. Yeah. They had 18 years worth of the worst type of child porn. Mm-hmm. Um, and he got 150 hours of community service. He got less community service than me. And all I had done was hopped over a gate and <sighs> piss off a corporation. It didn't hurt no one, nothing. And he's that made me sick. That made me proper sick. And then I tweeted about it. 
are just fuming like oh yeah. this guy and i didn't say his name or anything but i just tweeted yeah so i'll go into this story it's a pretty like funny story i tweeted like oh a pedophile fucking that got 18 years worth of child porn got less community service than me that's all i tweeted next minute i'm getting rung up by community service they're like we're taking you to court um you've breached your uh, your probation services or whatever i didn't really understand what they called me in from meeting they start going nuts at me and they're like because you've tweeted this another guy has rocked up to the community service, drunk with a glass bottle and tried to kill him. Or like, no, they've looked for him. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I haven't tweeted the guy's name. Well, I haven't... Maybe you shouldn't be a fucking yeah, nonce. Maybe fucking that's good. Gonna... I was like, good. Oh, yeah. that, that, that annoys you where like people- Protecting them. Oh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pedophiles and criminals are protected Terrible, in this bro. country. Yeah, man. they like, are, they are. It's that's the what, hang them off a bridge. Yeah, I, I, bridge. I actually think if there's irrefutable evidence, okay, so especially yeah. if you've done something like 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 killed kids or, or like, oh, mate. like if there's irrefutable evidence that you've done it, yeah. like like literally like every box is ticked. So yeah. there's no possible way it's of like going to say, you should be you should be killed. Your yeah, life should be ended. 100%. But I think, yeah, that's one of the things like, I feel like America is obviously, the prison system is screwed up there. But I feel like when, like in the UK, like for example, I watched a video the other day and there's this dude like beating the shit out of a copper, like smashing him in the face and stuff. Like I see, I think yeah, I've seen this. They, in the car. Yeah, 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 yeah. Part of me is like, okay, like what, like part of me just thinks as well, like, okay, the guy should have just like let, let him go and got him later. But then I'm also like, like just think like what that guy might do a few years in prison you know mm. in, in america he's gonna do if it was america he'd do like 20 years in prison yeah do like life in prison life in prison yeah. for that and then it's like the i don't know what they're like with child molesters out there but if you go to prison as a child molester in america you get fucked you're up. dead yeah, yeah you're literally dead yeah. you, get, you get fucked up you're dead and then it's like here it's like nothing really happens no nothing i just think yeah that system's broken with yeah. i don't know they try. I think that's the reason. I, I think both that's, are bad. You're yeah. America and US. It's, it's not. But I feel like yeah. Yeah. It's it, harsher no, but, for yeah. Mate, I, I think they they try and protect them because they know if they send them to prison, they're gonna get fucked. So I spoke to people. I haven't been to prison, but I spoke to a few people that go to prison. Apparently, pedos get like put on a separate wing and looked effectively looked after because they know if they put them in, no matter what crime someone's in there for, most people have kids or know that that's fucked up that's one thing like you could be the worst criminal gonna rob the bank or whatever yeah but you're never you, that is sick you know what i mean like that you're gonna fuck up a, most people in there have kids and stuff so they won't put them in but they're protected and they I don't they don't put them in prison mate like if you look online that is the what to me that is the what there's no bigger worse crime in the world than that no. than fucking pedophiles and they're looked after they don't like I said, I got more community service. That guy shouldn't have been doing community service. He should have been in prison. Yeah. The guy had 18 years worth of fucking the worst. I didn't even know that there was categories, but it was the worst category. Like 18 years worth. He's obviously a dodgy cunt. And yeah. he was looked after. He got, and I got, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like it's a bit broken in that way. Yeah, man. It's fucking, it makes for the song comfortable. Yeah, it's oh, fucking wrong, yeah. mate. But yeah. What were you talking out, about before that? Before we went onto a tangent. Oh, we're going <laughs> we just to, mate, When I was driving, I read the, I listened to the podcast that we'd filmed already 43 minutes, and I was like, right, I just go on a tangent all the time. Nah, I, but that's why I think it, I, like, I enjoy the conversation. Yeah, that you know? is like sways off. And it's it? like it when, I listen, to, when I listen to stuff like, if I listen to like Joe Rogan, it's like, I like it when we just have a chat. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just two mates having a chat. You know, it's like, yeah, what were we talking about before that though? Oh, what's the, that's what I wanted to ask you. What's the, I was thinking about it as you're talking about it. All right, what's the, What's like, what do you think the craziest thing is that you've done? 
like where you've almost died or something super I get sketchy. Asses, I feel like I get asked this question. This Dude, is probably is the most common one, common one ah. I get. Yeah, like, oh, what's the near miss you've had? Like, I get that all the time when I'm speaking to people. And I don't, I never know what to answer because I ain't actually had any. Like, there's, really? Surprisingly, yeah. I've Didn't not, you cut away, cut away in the cut parachute? Cut away parachute, in the yeah. So I feel like we've done this like 40 maybe minutes too that. late. But now, obviously, yeah, we should take we it up back in the beginning. We picked up a podcast. Yeah, we, back up. we went, yeah, we went, jumped out of a helicopter. Yeah. Um, it's it's going to be on YouTube at some point, both our channels. Yeah, if you ever get around to getting edited. Yeah, if it ever comes out. <laughs> um, yeah, we didn't die, but no, you on your FF when you learned to skydive. It was it was on my seventeenth jump, I think. Yeah, tell us tell us about that. So I think normally they say that it's like it's about a one in six hundred chance. Yeah. Of you needing to cut away your main. Is it? I thought parachute. it was more than that. I thought it was like quite rare. Because I've, I've, well, maybe I think, maybe it's, it is I think one the average is 600. Okay. For, That's interesting. Yeah. One in 600. But then you have a second parachute. It's all yeah. folded differently. Because most people I same. speak to have done like thousands and never had a cutaway. Yeah. So, so um, Paul Capsey, who's an absolute don, if yeah. anyone wants to do that AFF, hit up Paul Capsey. Is that who you did yours with? No. But he's like the nicest dude. He's like a proper, like, you can never imagine him getting angry. He's always just really G, calm. He's yeah. like a dad, like a yeah. really chilled out, like most, he seems just like a, a stoner dad, but he's like, he doesn't do any drugs or drink or anything. He might drink, but he's like just really, really chill basically. Yeah. But yeah. Queen did hers with him because he's so chill. Oh, but anyway, he's, he told me that he's done like, maybe like 8,000 jumps. Never cut away. One cutaway, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most and people you speak cutaway. to. Most of it's packing at your fault. Yeah, mo areas. most people in the Skyline world is. <laughs> yeah, what's your one? So Tell us about your FF, getting the Skyline license. I was in America in 2018, yeah. um, and I always wanted to do Skyline for quite a few years before that, and I was like, right, I'm going to get my FF, and it was like, I think it was like 600 pounds cheaper out there okay. than it was in the UK, and I, from everyone I'd spoke to, I knew a few people that had sort of jumped, and they were all saying in England it takes forever because of the weather. Mate, like, fuck doing it in England. It takes too long because you, you get put on weather hold all the time. So I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna. Everyone's everyone at Skydive is just a nonce that loves like <laughs> belly flying. <laughs> we we were getting ourselves into some problems in England. <laughs> Me and Tony pissed off the whole drop zone the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Tony with his helmet on. Um, Should we touch on this real quick? It's funny. Yeah, right. So we rock up. So everyone takes it. Oh, I feel like everyone in the Skyline world just takes it like bare serious. No, 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 no. There's two types of people in Skyline. Yeah, yeah. There's one group of people that are like chilled out. They like to have fun. Like yeah. they're just like, like me and you, I'd say. Yeah. They're just, I'm obviously going to be biased because I group us in this group. I'll just say, yeah, we're chill. We like to enjoy ourselves. Uh, we just want to get good at flying and then there's a second group of people who love probably on the autistic spectrum right <laughs> somewhere at varying degrees they love doing this thing called belly flying <laughs> so like all you do is rather than jumping out of the plane and doing cool shit like having some fun with your mates doing some head down some head up some like tracking jumps like some like zoo, doing zoo jumps hold on to a wingsuit yeah fun stuff they like to jump out of the plane and they like to see how many times they can touch each other in a star formation. And it's like, you jump out in your belly and then you do a little 90 degree turn. And then you grab the other guy, do another 90 degree turn, the other guy. And it's like, oh, we did 13 touches yeah. on that jump. Oh, fucking amazing. Yeah. And then you get people like that, that are like, I'm just pissed off everyone. <laughs> Yeah, you know, that, that like video's getting sent around the sky. Mine's going to be hated. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Um, I, I don't even jump at British drills. Yeah, often. Anyway, yeah, then you get that group of people. Some of them are lovely. And it's like, you do what you enjoy at the end of the day. But they're like really uptight, Always. fucking God complex. Yeah. And this does happen from both groups. You know, people are like free flying. People like that. that the, like, I find there's a certain type of people in Skydive in that are like, 
probably they were probably like prefects, like school monitors in school. Yeah, yeah. Had no fucking friends. Just like to scream at younger kids in the corridor and then think they're like God's fucking gift. And I, it, it just it's the same in scuba diving, man. It's like it's slightly different because you can't be fat and skydive, but you get this like fat old guy at every British scuba diving club or anything to do with scuba diving. Used to do a shit ton of diving. Who is just like miserable, condescending, god complex yeah. cunt that like shouts at like you, you do something wrong accidentally, they'll scream at you. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I feel like skydiving's kind of got those two groups. I think it's just British people, mate. Which which it fucking could cunts. just be British people, all right? Nah, yeah. nah. I feel like nah, I'm thinking about America. I don't know if it. I don't know. It might actually just be. I don't British think it's that zones. bad in yeah, America. Nah, yeah, because think... like, and it's just dumb, man. It's like the. I feel like there's never. A, you never need to shout at someone. Nah. you know, you never. Need They're to... the worst type in it. They're like, like some. You, you, someone's doing something dangerous, or someone's doing something wrong. Like yeah, sitting down, and explaining to people, like, look, like this is why I love Paul. This is why Paul is a legend. Yeah. Um, Paul Capsi is like he'll be like he like look like I think you should be doing this like this. Yeah. Um, that's you, that's pretty dangerous doing that. You know, it's rather. Than, <laughs> Yeah. Like, shut the fuck up, mate. Yeah, that just makes someone not want to come back, innit? For like, one of his tangent, slandering everyone off. This is fucking ruining the I'm whole gonna community. Like, I'm going to get like, uh, there's going to be like a movement against me because I keep calling people autistic as an insult. Oh, yeah, yeah. You get cancelled 100%. <laughs> I'll have to message you, Mo, could you please remove this podcast? I'm not doing good for my image. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, that can't be seen with you. I really like you, but I'm going to have to remove this pod. Yeah, sorry, mate. Um, where was we? So... Yeah, you belly flight. Took- so we pissed off the hole. We went up. We jumped in England. Me and my mate Tony at Mo knows Tony very well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I should get him on this. Yeah, It'd Tony be so would be funny. the best, best, be so- best guest. Honestly, he would, he would trigger so he's many people. He's a G. Like he, he is the biggest G ever. Like he's such a G. Um. Anyway, we jump with him. Me and Tony have this habit of whenever we jump together, we piss off the old drop zone. And we jump. We jumped in England, and we get there, and I showed Mo the video, and Tony's got. Tony tried to get on the plane without his chest strap on. <laughs> Did he? To be fair, that is bad. No, that's bad. Did like, they shout him? Yeah, he got a good bollocking for that. Give him a no, bollocking. But he got in up there, you get on a bus and then you go to the plane. Okay. And it, yeah, he fucked up. He didn't have his chest strap on, but he was he was sorting his gear out. I don't know, he done something. He didn't just forget his chest strap, he was gonna do it, he knew about it. But anyway, they give him a bollocking. Um and took him off the plane load. <laughs> I hear him shouting at him, took him off the plane load. He's like, ah fuck it. And then they, but it's, it's, it's like he's like a fucking 56 year old bloke yeah. like who, How can why you are you gonna shout, shout someone, yeah. at a grown fucking man talk to me like a person yeah like, 100%. Like, oh nothing boils my blood like someone like thinking they can shout and put people down me, like, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Or i hate anyone. that man yeah yeah, yeah. well but, that, that's the thing i love the judge like in the court but you kind of that's like the one person life you have to kind of take it from <laughs> yeah maybe don't you, go into this too much mate see it, as well. yeah <laughs> you can't really, no but you can't sit there and tell a judge to fuck off that's like Anyone else, I will not let anyone speak down to me in life. Like <laughs> anyone else, you know what I mean? But like like if if fucking a guy at skydiving starts going nuts at me, I'm just gonna tell him to fuck off and walk out, same as anywhere else in the yeah. world. But yeah, in a judge you can't say that. So one dude, person I, I remember when I started like when I when I started learning to skydive, um, and I had done like 30, 40 jumps. Uh, so I was still I think I was like I, I was done my, I just got my A license, like the first stage of license that you get. And um, I went to this one place in a drop zone down south. I'm not going to name it. Um, name it. Name <laughs> nah, it. Nah, I'm not going to name it because the guy like, I actually get on okay with the guy now. Like I quite yeah. like him now. And like I got there and he just spoke to me like 
he, do you know when someone gets an image of you straight away? Yeah. Like they just come, like you said, like in the charity shop. I don't know what it was. I don't know if someone used to bully him in school that looked just like me, just... but I walked through the door. I was meant to be there at nine o'clock. I got there at nine o'clock because when you're not very experienced, you have to do some like, you have to go through some briefings, don't you? And you have to do like a jump mm -hmm. with an instructor to make sure you can jump because it's a new place. And I got through the door at nine o'clock and I was meant to be there for nine. And he was like, um, he was like, what, what do you think you're doing? He's like, what do you think you're doing um, coming into my classroom? Can't you see I'm teaching? I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm, um, I'm booked in for nine. And he's like, he just looks at me, and just goes, sit down. And then he starts going on there doing this lecture and he's like, uh, some people come here and they're like, it's a classroom full of like five people, like all learning. And he's like, some people come here and they think they know everything already. Looking at They've you. got to stick up their ass. Like, and I've never met this guy. And he's like staring at me saying this. And then, yeah, long story short, mate, I literally, um, he deliberately made me sit around for the entire day, um, like entire day in the classroom by myself. He's like, oh, I've just got to do some stuff with the other students. Wait, we'll, we'll go up next. I had to wait for him before I could jump. And then he deliberately made me sit there all day and being like, oh yeah, it'll probably be the next one, probably be the next one. And I was like, oh, I don't want to be rude, but um, if, if I, you think you're going to be too busy to jump, I'll, um, I'll go home and come back another day because it's like a two hour drive here. And like, I don't, I'm just sitting here, no signal. Yeah. And then like, he fucking lost it at me saying that. And then he like tried to get me to just, yeah, just not very nice, man. I got in the car and I was like, I was so angry. Like, yeah. I wanted to like fucking, I don't know what I wanted to do. I was fuming drove back in like silence and i was like i'm never going back there again i was yeah. like it made me want to quit skydiving yeah, yeah. dude and there's so many so many things like that where it's just like someone's new at something you could be like kind and like just nice to them but you're just an you just have this unnecessary god complex and yeah. the same thing happens to my girlfriend as well mate it's like she's a little asian girl that's just started skydiving she's not like a bloke she's quiet she's like sensitive and like bro like someone like someone will speak to her a certain way or say something to her like i've been there like at drop zones and there'll be someone who's an instructor when she's learning and she'll be doing the course without me and they've literally like grabbed her by the collar and dragged her out the plane like they dragged her onto the plane because she's like struggling to get black like dragged her by the, her collar like whenever she's like she's told me then i've been there and then the guy's gone to do that. Or I've looked at him like, what the fuck are you doing? And yeah. then he like treats her nice. It's just like... God complex. It's a bully, it's a bully Someone mate. that got bullied in school and now... Yeah, bro. Yeah, man, I know like, this is negative, but like... Nah, but you it get makes that. me mad. It's weird because you get that in every every aspect. Like you always find them people, maybe maybe in England a little bit more. But yeah, it makes me mad. I hate... One thing, people that speak down to other people, like, no matter who you are, mm. unless you're a judge, you can. It's <laughs> the only one that can do it. They're the only ones that are allowed, but... Anyone else, like everyone's equal. It doesn't matter if you're fucking, me and you go to the gym together. You're a fucking G. Do you know what I mean? You've been doing the gym longer than me. You don't talk, like, you don't, just anything, in anything. You've got people that are better. You've got people, just someone that speaks down on some, to someone else. And especially like that, like you're, yeah, you're trying to get into yeah. something new and then it just makes you hate it. It makes thing, you not want to do it. The thing that makes me mad about that is it's like, it's obviously the guy, you're being a cunt to begin with, but then it's like mm -hmm. when there's someone bigger and scarier than yeah, you there, typical you, bully, don't, you don't do it. Typical you bully, do, man. Yeah, I won't get into it because like, that is what it is. I don't it's, get, yeah, it's a typical. But yeah, man, it makes name it, and shame and mo. Name and shame and mo. Makes me fucking mad. Someone's calling me from Dunagan, Northern Ireland. I'm not even going to answer that. It's probably some like fake house cool. Yeah. But yeah, man. It's, I, 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 yeah, I feel like it's, you just got to distance yourself from those people, yeah. and that's why I was going back to the point. That's why I would probably like. There's great people in the UK, isn't there? Like 
Chris's oh, and stuff mate, from the UK. I, I've like, never actually had any problems really, in the Skylar like, world. I've, yeah, I've always met pretty. I don't think I've had any problems. Like I've always met pretty sound people. Like there's so many sound people in it. Yeah, yeah Chris, man, it's a very small percentage that Phil, leaves like a bit. I, of I jumped with yeah. Phil, the guy you jumped with. He's a G. Like yeah. Yeah, everyone. Yeah, just one person always ruins it for everyone. Oh, but, it? but yeah, I, that's what I just think it's better to do abroad, isn't it? Generally speaking, yeah. like you'll get it done quicker. Yeah. Um, I've, I felt like people are a lot friendlier abroad, like a lot yeah. more chill. Like, dude, as well. Like, um, for example, Thailand, Drop Zone Thailand. I'll give it a little plug. Anyone here at Skydives? Um, yeah, Queen. Uh, we went there. Uh, did a load of jumping there. They're super, super chill. Um, they're like. They, they yeah they're just, they're just really really nice really chill and then the the lead instructors of a, the chief instructor of a ci uh kong kong is the guy's name like queen was struggling to like just wanted some help like with with jumping or, mm -hmm. or you know just wanted to wanted some coaching basically and then like i she went back there again when i wasn't there and then he was like, even when I was there, he'd still do. I don't know why this is relevant. <laughs> and now, now he's now seeing I'm my there. girlfriend. <laughs> no, I'm joking. No, no. But I just say, but like, um, what I'm trying to say is like, over there, he did all of our coach jumps for free. Like, all he was like, oh, if you pay for my ticket to jump, like, I won't charge you a fee. Like, I've yeah. got some. I'm not doing anything. I'm, I've got some time. Like, and then he was like, oh, I'm more than happy to like jump with you for free and help you out. And he like helped her. And like, it's just really like a, yeah. you know, like, I feel like you wouldn't get that in a lot of places nah, nah. in the UK. Or yeah. It's rare in the UK. Chris Sears was doing the same. I think when we were out in Spain, he was like. I can't remember. It was like coach jumps. He he sorted us out like all of us. Like he's a G as well. Chris yeah. Sears. Big shout out to Chris Sears. I'm just trying to think what we can say to like, like <laughs> wind him up. Wind Chris up. I don't know. What can we say? We're going to go, go jump. Me and Tony jumping together. <laughs> Me, Tony and Mo jumping together doing hybrids. Yeah, anyway. Hybrids in Spain. Right, but, before I went off on that tangent yeah, about was slandering we? off the whole Slandering of off the whole. You just pissed the whole community uh, off. At the end of, yeah. Oh, me and Tony pissing people off in up north. Yeah, uh, that yeah, was yeah. it. So we, we went and Tony... Got taken off for no chest strap. To be fair, that is stupid. But it's like, there's kind like, of a, 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 again, you just be like, look, mate, that's fucking, like, you need to have that on that before up, you yeah. get on the plane. Like, but he got, he got taken off. And then for some reason, they made him do a hop and pop on the next one. That was his punishment to go do a hop and pop from 6K. <laughs> I don't know if you can roll clips in podcasts, but this is my favorite clip. Yeah, I was, I was two behind Tony. <laughs> this lady jumps, there's two of them doing a hop and pop. So hop and pop is you jump at like... Between three and six thousand, roughly. I'm probably not going to put this clip in because it's going to show the two people <laughs> about to talk about. And I don't want to piss anyone off too much. Zoom in, zoom in. Blur yeah, the face. Fuck it. Anyway, he's jumped at six. Okay, it was him and another lady. She jumped first. And then you look around and in Skydive and you've got like seven seconds, well, like depending on the wind, you've got like separation. Between separation. So someone play, jumps yeah. and there's like five, six, and six seconds. And six K is low to skydive. Yeah, yeah, it's FYI, low. Yeah, yeah. Like it's normally like 15,000 feet. Yeah. 6,000 feet is pretty low. So they're just jumping and popping like basically. Like a practice that you yeah. can, yeah. Um, so she jumps and then look around at Tony. Bear in mind, he's meant to jump seven seconds later. Man ain't got his helmet or goggles on. <laughs> The whole play. I showed you the did, video. Did he, have to take it, did he take him off or did he just not have him no, on? No, so he had his goggles around his neck because he's wearing the, like, the shooting mm. one and he's got to take his helmet off to do it. Obviously, you're meant to do it. Oh, like, he forgot to put his goggles he on. He forgot to put his goggles yeah. on and then realised last minute. So he took it off. Oi, look around. The whole plane's fuming. All these belly flies and that. They're like, hurry up. What are you doing? But that's what, yeah. Yeah, you're like, I showed the mode of footage and you look around. They're all like, mate, what the fuck? Like actually angry. Actually angry at him. And I am dying You're yeah i, I am pissing myself and then he jumped so he took ages he jumped <laughs> he took the piss the whole plane on the way up slagging him off how's he even got a license <laughs> he, he, he jumps and as he jumps back middle, middle fingers, middle fingers. <laughs> yeah, he 
middle fingers to your plane. No, my favourite part is they're like, hurry up, hurry up. And he's like, he's got a guy's hand on and he goes, Calm down in a scouser. He's, a, he's from Liverpool, just a scouser accent. He's like, Calm down. <laughs> and then he. Well, yeah, bro, this, this is a thing as well. Like, okay, like, it, it, number one, he didn't do it on purpose. No, no, yeah. it was an accident. He didn't do yeah. it on purpose. And it, it didn't really affect anyone because there was no one jumping I, after that's him. That's what I don't get. I'd yeah. understand if, if people were jumping after him, then that seven second, it, it does fuck people up. They were like, up, Hurry but, up, yeah. Yeah, hurry yeah. Up. But, but he, he, yeah, so it was, yeah, he was the last person jumping yeah. out at that altitude. Yeah. So it doesn't matter it really, don't really when he jumps. Yeah. And even when it does, like, when people are like being a little bit slow do you know when so when people are exiting the aircraft like people get annoyed at you if um if or at someone if they're taking a bit long to, yeah, to that. exit yeah, yeah. the aircraft they'll be like oh what's this guy doing yeah and like i i do get it but equally it's like at the end of the day you're there for fun mm-hmm. if someone if someone takes too long to jump out then the plane can go around again it's not going to cost yeah. you any more money it's yeah. not the end of the world is it no you're doing it for fun at the end of the day. There's no reason to get annoyed yeah. about like something that you're there to do. I feel like, like I, I skydive genuinely, like you were saying, there's two people in the category. Like I feel like I'm in a third category. I like, I don't really learn anything. I just love <laughs> jumping out of a plane, fucking about. Like, like I'm at, like I've, I've got a lot of jumps, but like at my level, I'm probably the shittest person. Like out of, out of anyone with the same jumps as me is the shittest person because I don't learn anything. Every jump, I just fuck about. Like I love jumping with Tony. Me and Tony just jump together. Like we just tumble out the plane. Like we fuck about. Yeah. Like that's what I love. So well, yeah, I just, I, I just do it for fun. But people take it way too serious and. Yeah, and then they're all kicking off at Tony and oh. 6K up to 15K, which took quite a while. I am crying, yeah? Bear in mind, there's a tandem girl next to me doing her first ever skydive, like strapped onto someone. Yeah. I'm, tears are coming out of my <laughs> eyes because I'm creasing up to myself. The whole plane's giving him a good slagging. Yeah. And I'm just dying, mate. Tears are coming out of my eyes. I look over at the tandem girl. She's probably thinking, fucking hell, why is he crying? Like, is he scared or something? <laughs> And I was just like replaying it in my head. The whole thing was hilarious. Like yeah. the fact that he pissed off the whole plane. The fact that he's gone, calm down. <laughs> Mate, I, w- I wouldn't do my license with British skydiving. Nah, like nah. If, if I if I was jumping abroad, like I would not do it again with nah. British skydiving, dude. It's like going, like that thing for you. It's like we just have dumb rules for the sake of rules there that is, are actually yeah. more dangerous. Like yeah. I can get triggered about this, man. I'm, go- I'm going up. I'm fucking Go going. deep. Into- like for example, um, you can't wear a full face helmet. Yeah, Tony always says about this. One. Yeah, yeah, Tony says about this. Because it's dangerous wearing a full face helmet. And it's like, okay, so again, my girlfriend, she's Asian. She's got a fucking flat face. Like her face is literally two dimensional. It's flat. There is no goggles in the world that seals over her face. Like, because um, you forget. Is she one of them with the goggles fly up and down? Yes, and that? Yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. So, you so that's forget. more dangerous. So, bro, like, she's literally got, like, no bridge to her nose. Like, a lot of Asian people don't. It's just, like, genetics. Yeah. And we've probably tried, purchased, I reckon, 10 different, every major brand of goggles. People are like, oh, you should try these uh, these work. goggles in kid sizes. Um, they sit flat. Get these ones. Um, like, every single pair that is, we've tried. Every single one, because she's got no bridge to her nose, no goggles are like flat, are they? Mm. Um, every single one, it would, air would get sunk underneath, the goggles would bluff her face. She's trying to do it for FF, she can't see anything. She yeah. wears contacts as well, and she's getting like 150 miles an hour of wind into her eyes. And it's like, this is in the name of safety. If she did a, uh, a skyline license with USPA, they'll, they'll be like, they'll be like, oh yeah, sound, um, you can wear a full face helmet for USPA. And the reason, like, the reason that you can't wear a full-face helmet is because in case it steams up and you can't see, 
Yeah. Because your field of vision is apparently limited. And it's like... I've never had one steam n- up, n- ever. No skydiving helmets made in the last 50 years... Well, 50 years. Made in the last 20 years have like a limited field of, of view. Maybe if you're wearing a fucking yeah. welding mask. Yeah. And then it's like, surely your goggles blowing off your face every jump and trying to put them back on and hold them to your face. That means that's going to be more dangerous because you can't see. But yeah, dude, we had I, had, had a thing. I'll, I'll let you speak in a minute. No, 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 go on. No, nah, we had a thing at Drop Zone, long story short. Um... Because we, she got a full face helmet. She jumps a full face now. We, we, we got a full face helmet. And she was on like forty jumps, um, and we we're chatting to a guy, and he was <laughs> like, "Oh, if you if you chat to the CI, the chief instructor, the guy that runs the drop zone, and just explain the situation, like they'll be fine with it." Yeah. Um, and we got there, and this guy was like, um, "It wasn't it wasn't a chief instructor. Guy's been a proper dickhead about it. Like one of those fucking god complex." school prefects guys this is like langer as well i don't even care naming it what's his name i can't remember his name but it was just not nice (laughs) like the way you speak to someone he was like he was like no no you can't do that that's so dangerous like 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 implying like are you stupid yeah yeah. and i was just there like mate she's done the last 20 how many jumps she got or did she have at this she's on like 60 now she's not that much still very new um well not in england because she hasn't ticked off a few boxes but but we jump all over the world yeah and like what people don't realize is because they're just stuck in like one little drop zone is like other places don't have these rules yeah like other places function fine without these stupid rules that you think are gospel like she's done the last 30 jumps in a full face and she can see. Yeah. She can actually enjoy the skydive. She doesn't have to worry about her contacts getting blown out of her fucking eyes. Yeah. And then, yeah, this dude just goes off. And, and we weren't trying to argue it. We we're like, oh, okay, like, would we be able to speak to the um, someone about it? Like, it, would he be able to clear us? And then he's like, yeah, she's like, nah. I was just like, there's no need for it. It's, I feel like that goes into loads of different things in life. Like, everyone follows the rules. To the, like, there's so many rules. Like, we live, especially in England, like, not take it away from, BP, like, skydiving, just in England, there's just well too over-the-top rules for everything. Yeah. Like, everyone is... Uh, so, give you an example. Well, this was actually in Poland, but this is the world we live in. Do you need to stop? Yeah. Start? Yeah. yeah, Poland. So, I was in Poland. We went to this castle, and I was like, this is the world we're living in right now. Oh, was this recently? Yeah. I yeah, think I saw you there recently. Yeah. yeah, so we went into this castle, and... It was like we were on on the the pictures in the walls and like the bits that you read and stuff. It was like, oh yeah, these people had to fight to the death whilst everyone watched to see who would conquer this or whatever. And then I was like, yeah, like at one point people were fighting to the death in here. Now you've got a sign that says, please watch your step because idiots fucking trip over on the step. And it's like that's the world we're living in now. Like this <sighs> overcautious, but I feel like that overcautious like rules obviously especially in skydiving will keep you alive keep you safe and I understand that but like with that for example it was more dangerous for her to to wear the goggles right Mate, that's, so yeah it, but that that comes into like loads of things in life especially in this country like the rules it's like that sioux culture everyone's just trying to protect themselves but we live in this like bubble wrapped thing everyone's bringing their kids up like safety cautious treat people and, like idiots yeah don't treat you? people like yeah. idiots but then that creates idiots and people that are not risk adverse and start tripping over things yeah. and start killing themselves yeah. but i feel like you need to be doing some it's what i like stuff. about asia man and like that oh, part I love of the that world asia, like yeah. it's like if you in thailand if you fucking i don't know if you smash your head on a <laughs> on a, on a low-hanging beam from some scaffolding because you're on your, your on your phone <laughs> and then you go and like try and take them to court they're like they're like literally laugh in your yeah, face yeah, like yeah. what are you doing you fucking idiot yeah in the uk oh, you, you'll yeah. probably sue the scaffolding company millions yeah, like yeah. Yeah, bro. And it's, it's like, again, skydiving. Um, we'll go into the license and shit in a second. Yeah. Um, another one is um, with Queen is her. So you have really strict rules in the UK about what size parachute you can jump. 
They're like super, super, they're put in place for safety, which is understandable, but it used to be like an instructor would have the final say in what size canopy you could jump because they know you personally and they can kind of be like, okay, this guy's safe to jump this, safe, yeah. yada, 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 yada. Um, but now it was like some strict as fuck blanket rules. And the new rules, dude, queen weighs 48 kilos. They don't account for Jeez, anyone that weighs 60 kilos, um, yeah. less than 60 kilos. Uh, uh, the drop zone we jump in Thailand is surrounded by um, marshland on all sides so it's like what's marshlands like wetland like okay. it's like swamps yeah so like so yeah, anyway we go to this one in thailand the first time we go there um and she goes on this uh gets the smallest size canopy that she can jump which i don't know i think it might have been like a 190 or something that's the smallest one they had or even a 170 um and the the guy explains so she's just she's very new the guy explains so, okay you want to turn here here and here at this altitude because it's actually quite hard to land a parachute where you wanted to land it so they kind of explain it to you like what points you should landmarks you should use to turn when you yeah. land and she does that and she almost like smashes into a fence like on the other side outside of the drop zone so then because of she's so light and the wing loading she's not coming down she just doesn't come down yeah. so then she the the instructor has to has a decision to make he either has to tell her to, to make low turns so turn at like 200 feet which is like the first thing you're taught not to do because low turns can kill you because you drop out of the sky when you turn effectively or the other option is to start her landing pattern and turn like basically out over the sea or over the swamp and water and all and like yeah, and and because they're like actually they in in the US, in in that country they still have like some common sense. Queen now jumps a one fifty, like which yeah. is still really big. So they're going against the rules, but they're like, well, it's it's not going against the official rules. But she would like she she'd like speak yeah, they'd just speak, to, they'd, they'd speak to her and it'd be like, okay, yeah, like look at this, like you're this obviously very working, light, so, so you still come, even though the canopy is quite small on a one fifty, yeah. you'll still come down like very slowly. The wing loading still under one, like you're going to be able to land safely, and then like. So she's like done like loads of jumps on that. Um, she'll go to the, go to the UK um, with a wing loading of like zero point nine or something. Like uh, under like I was I was on the same size canopy comparatively like on my AFF, yeah. and they'll be like one hundred and fifty. Like you can't jump that. Are you crazy? Yeah. Who's been letting you do that? You're gonna die. I'm just there like oh I fucking hate this country. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, that's take it away from Scotland. That is this country. Like for Mate, everything, yeah. everything's just over the top. Mate. Yeah. Crazy I, I used to identify as 70 kilograms. You're allowed to do that. So I'm you? 90 kilograms. Yeah. But back in the day when I was on like my newbie license, I would identify as 70 kilograms. <laughs> How much was you at the time? Like 90. <laughs> <laughs> you naughty bastard. But yeah, but oh, it's just fucking crazy. You that, naughty bastard. But yeah, England's full of, that's what I love about Asia as well. Like there, there, there is rules, obviously. I'm not saying there's no rules at all, but just more common sense. Like, yeah. Take away, again, outside of Scotland, just life in general. Like you're saying, walking in, I feel like this country, everyone's wrapped in this bubble wrap, like kids, everyone's bringing their kids up like, safety cautious of everything I, everyone's scared of I, everything I, I feel like that breeds mediocrity like yeah, of course in every does. aspect of life bro yeah, like you're only like living in dubai and like traveling full-time as a job because you take those risks because you do yeah, those yeah. things and it's always like using the skydiving example as well it's like the people that are like the school prefect like scream at you like guys that kind of wave a thing like oh you shouldn't be doing i'm reporting you like they're never the people at the top of the game. They're never people that are absolutely fucking killing it. They're, yeah. It's it's people that are have spent their whole life like risk averse, 
doing these things that they're or like petrified of like what other people might of think everything. of them. And then their skill reflects that. And it's like the same in like everything. It's, it, it's why it makes me mad. It's like, okay, enjoy working your fucking the same job in the same house, making the same money, having the same life you hate for the rest of your life because you're because you're scared to do anything that's any kind of risk. Yep. But don't make everyone else around you try and live that shitty mundane life because you're too much of a fucking pussy, you know? That, that's what it comes down <sighs> to. <laughs> I um I met a guy the other day and his son, he's got a three-year-old son and he takes him like paragliding strapped onto him. Yeah. So he wingsuits. I met him through Jack, one of Jack's mates. Um, yeah. And followed him on Instagram. That's and sick. I think that kid's going to grow up to be a beast in every aspect of life. Like he's, he put a video up and he's like jumping off this, only like a small pier, but he like jumps through the gap of these two little beams. Like not dangerous, but like he's got a, a, a life jacket on. Yeah. Kid's like, I'm pretty sure he's three years old. Yeah. Jumping in, then he's like flying paragliders with it, like all this sick stuff. And I Mate. feel like, so there'd, yeah. be, there'd be so many parents out there. Like Travis, you know, Travis Pastrana? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he jumped off a cliff with his son, like nine-year-old son strapped to him as like a bungee jump. And that, the comments, there was like, no one knew it was Travis Pastrana because like, or like a lot of people didn't because it was posted oh, on like- Oh, it was a bungee jump, so it's he, fucking safe. Yeah, it's a bungee jump, yeah, safe yeah, yeah. as fuck. And the comments, there's like thousands of comments kicking off saying he's the worst dad in the world. And he's dangerous. He should never risk his kid's life like that. Blah, blah, blah. All of this. And it's like, obviously, people didn't realize it was Travis Pastrana as well. Just thought it was this regular guy. But same thing. Like, everyone's just terrified of everything in this world. And I feel like that does just breed. It actually breeds unsafe people, I think. Obviously, not, yeah, not like no, to a level like, when I have a kid, I'm going to be doing stuff like that. With yeah. him, you know what I mean? I'm going to be dangling off cranes. And <laughs> <laughs> running You're away from the police with him. Throw, Come on, Johnny, let's throwing go. Throwing them into the big brother house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, but no, I, agree, I, I think you need that with kids, man. Like how you, you were showing me them videos of you as a kid, like spearfishing, like oh, yeah, swimming yeah. in Cornwall. Like that's the life. That's how kids should be my, brought my, up, my dad, my, my dad would like, when I, I must have been like five, six years old. My dad would like, take me out into uh, like six foot surf. So like, I don't know, like 15 foot faced waves, like yeah. 15 foot. Big old waves. Uh, I was probably like six foot, six foot faces. Probably. It's probably like a yeah, 10, 15 foot. So, so yeah, big and far out. And I was like too small to like paddle the board and he would like push me onto the waves and be like, good fucking luck. And just like <laughs> force me to do it. And yeah. I used to like be crying sometimes. Just, I, like, I, I, it. I ultimately yeah. liked it. And then used to do stuff as well. Like we used to go fly power kites and the kites were so big for me that I'd actually just, I'll just fly off. So he'd have to like hold on to the back of the harness. It's probably like eight, nine, ten, and like I'd be like flying away, and he'd be like trying to pull me down. And we just used to do loads of shit. Like we used to stand on top of cliffs and yeah. like like when it's really windy and like lean over the cliff and all that shit. And it's like yeah, man, like you get people every now and then like a Karen come up to him being like, oh my god, I'm reporting you for yeah. child endangerment Social and all this services. shit. Services. Yeah, bro. I just feel like it, it breeds people with no common no common no sense. No common at all. sense. Like, like, at all. Yeah, man. Like I'm sure. If I don't know what a good example is, but if there's like you'll have no problem climbing up like an eight foot wall or like walking if you need to cross like a beam to get somewhere or something, yeah. you know, that's like over a multi-story fucking building. Like just I know it's stupid or, or if 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 so there was like some disaster, you know, like you'll be fine. You have like common sense. But I feel like Yeah, a lot, a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Screwed. Yeah. One hundred percent. Um no way, I was gonna go somewhere nah, with that. Where was I gonna go with that? Um Fuck, I had a good point there. It's just, it's gone. No, go on. Crack nah, on. Sorry, man. Before I interrupt you, man, for a million tangents, tell me about the skydiving license. Okay, so I got my license 2018. I think Felix Baumgartner jumping from space made me want to get it. Yeah. Like in 2012 or yeah, whatever yeah. that was. Um, and I'd wanted to do it for years. Never had the money to do it. Uh, I used to watch people on YouTube, like when I had no money, I used to watch people on YouTube and always want to skydive, but I'd like look You're into like, it. Fuck, how am I going to afford I'd that? I'd look into it, it'd be like two grand for a license, five yeah. grand for a parachute. I'd be like, how the fuck am I? Like, I'd never how seen it. Yeah, how do people yeah. afford this yeah. shit? 
Um, I used to watch like Jay Alvarez and there was another guy, an Australian guy, and they used to, I used to watch their vlogs and they'd like rock up. They got their own parachute and that. I was like, that's the dream. Man. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That is sick. So I always wanted to do it, could never afford it. And then when I finally got some money, 2018, I was in America and I had some money and I was like, it's time. And I was with Ryan Taylor. He was living out there at the time and then tried to get him on it. He wasn't on it. And I really, just, did not want to do it. He didn't want to do it now. Nah, but I just rocked up to the drop zone on my own. I just fucking went out like two hours into the desert, rocked up to this drop zone in the middle of America on my own. as like a, well, how old was I? Like 20? Let's see. Yeah, probably like 20, maybe 21, 22. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, hello guys, I'm here to get a license. I'm fucking no, I think I rung up at Ryan's and they were like, Oh, we've actually got a space come clear like tomorrow or something. So really? I was like, I just fucking went for it. Yeah. And I went out there, got my license and yeah, just jumped AFF and met some sick people out there and How'd you get like, a cutaway? So I that was my seventeenth jump mm. and I don't actually know what happened like Look, I, I only cut away prematurely. What's that mean? Like, like you should have. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Like, definitely. <laughs> so at the time, Logan Paul was learning to skydive as well. Oh, and fuck it he up. cut away, like, I think it was either before, like, in the space of like a week, like either before me or after me. I can't remember which yeah, one yeah. it was, but it was at the same drop zone. Really? I think it might have been after me. Yeah, I think it was after me. Yeah. But either way, yeah, his one, apparently, like when you speak to skydivers, like, they said it was the same, like he shouldn't have cut away. Yeah, so his one, I think mine one was as well. I don't actually know what, like... Do you have mind twists? Uh, no. I was spiralling hard, though. Oh, okay. I was spiralling. All I remember is I was fucking... I opened up, I was quite low anyway. Obviously, I like a little low pull, don't we, Mo? <laughs> we like a low pull. Oh. I was spiralling hard. Obviously, at this point, I'm completely new to skydiving, yeah? Like, yeah. I've done 17... I've just done my FF and a couple solo jumps or whatever. And all they drill into you, I don't know if it's the same here, but because obviously I didn't learn it, but in America, it's like... They just drill that fucking cutaway, like pull red, boom. They like when you're learning, they just constantly are drumming it into you. Every yeah, morning, yeah, yeah. every morning you come in, they teach you in case you need to do it. Yeah. Anyway, I just fucking remember spiraling hard, and like, like spinning out of control. Sp but like fucking like Tony, yeah. No, no, not like, under canopy. Oh, under, under canopy, canopy. You're spinning. Yeah, oh, okay. I think like the left toggle would come out. Oh, I think you're a break fire. I think so on one, one side, toggled, so then one was fucking. And you just don't know what to do. Yeah, yeah. just didn't know what to do. Yeah, but, yeah. but to the point, like I was spiral. Well, from what I remember, spiraling yeah. fucking hard. Yeah. Shitting myself, and I looked at my Alti, and I think, what did they tell you? Like two and a half to just no matter what, cut away by two and a half, right? Is yeah. It two and a half? It's, like, it's, when it's, you're learning. It, yeah, it's a little bit. I think it's a little bit less. This is really bad that I don't know the exact exact figure i think when we learn i want to say when you're learning they probably say it's hard i think they say the hard deck is like 1500 okay. it's like final final yeah, don't yeah. hold me to that but i i've always said to myself someone's watching mo's thing kills themselves because they're like yeah 1500 yeah yeah, nah, nah, yeah it must nah, be nah, about nah, I've, I've always, i'm pretty it's low yeah but i've always said to myself like if i have a problem i'm fucking cutting my main at like two and a half yeah like i'm i'm not i'm not, I'm not riding around. it down yeah. to like 1k or yeah 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 but so fucking whatever it was, I, I cut it was so it was like five six years. We should probably ago learn now. that again. That's quite yeah, loud, we should actually. probably both learn. It's that. either one k or it's one point five k. Yeah, I will tell you what, I'll cut away at one point five when we next. Test you cut, cut away, away at one, and, we'll and if you if... die, I'll be knowing you can cut nah, away. Ah, I reckon we <laughs> just open up and you just like be landing line stretch straight yeah. to the land. But yes, yeah, so I cut away, shit myself, and like whatever altitude they had told you to cut away with. I can't remember if it was two five one five whatever it was. Yeah, I got to that altitude and I hadn't sorted it out, and I was like. Fucking, they've drummed this into me, cut away. Yeah, yeah. So I remember grabbing the red. If in doubt, chop, If in mate. doubt, chops. So I grabbed the red handle, pulled that, and then that separated me from the parachute, and then I went into like, three, four again, boom, popped that. 
reserve opened and I was thankful to be alive. I was like, fucking yes, boy. Pretty, yeah, pretty a bre- break, man. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't, I can't remember. They did tell me at the time. Obviously, they, they got the power. Luckily, it was rental gear. And in America, I don't know if it's the same here, but on rental gear, you have to yes. pay for the fucking... I heard this. If you lose the, the gear, you it, pay for I it. I think in the UK, because it's insured, it's, it's all they good. They cover it, It's yeah. all good, yeah. But I was going to lose like... That think, sounds dodgy, though, because surely it would be in, that kit would be insured. You would think, right? So, Maybe they're trying to fuck you on that. I don't really know. I d- either way, like you sign some papers when you oh, rent okay. it. Yeah. So you pay like, I don't know, like $25 a jump for the to use the gear or whatever it costs. Yeah. And then you sign papers and obviously it, they, they'll they say like the cost of the parachute. It, it, bear in mind, it's a fucking old parachute probably or like canopy. Yeah, it'd be worth they, like 500 quid. They charge yeah. you like three grand or whatever the value of it is. I think it was they're two laughing. and a half or three grand. So yeah, yeah they're laughing. They, they want you to cut away. Yeah, they want you to cut away. So I cut away, but the guy on the ground, luckily, like the ground crew guy, seen it, followed it in the van and got it back for me yeah. so he saved me i think i want to say it was two and a half grand yeah is what they were trying to yeah. charge me and then the handles were like oh you drop them yeah i dropped them yeah, Fuck, I just chucked them I, I didn't i didn't know to hold on no one had taught me that you could even hold on oh, to mate, it. And yeah. obviously you're panicking chopped away so i mean they were 50 dollars each so like a hundred dollars at the time <laughs> for these little handles but then obviously I, I was i was expecting to lose fucking two and a half grand but you don't really care when you've just cut away and you think like your life's in danger you just oh, thankful to be alive you couldn't, you, you couldn't know, give a yeah, fuck you know yeah, yeah. um but then the guy so i give him 500 dollars. i give him 500 dollar tip and i was like the guy saved me two and a half you grand gave him a 500 dollar because I, I thought he's just saved oh i was yeah, when yeah, i yeah. cut away and landed i was fucking i got this dopamine level mate, like, he must have been loving life mate, all i thought is like the guy's just saved me two and a half grand I can give him 500, boom, and like add a bit of money at the time. So I give him five, he was so happy. But I thought, you know what I mean? He's just, he's just drove down the fucking road, like quite far to go get this canopy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you give, I give him 500 and then I lost, I think, or maybe I give him 400 and lost 100 for the handle. Maybe okay, that was it, yeah, whatever. Yeah. It was either five or four. Yeah, that's first. Fair. Um, so I, was, I think I was $500 out of pocket, but I was I like, would, I, would, I wouldn't be tipping. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Oh, I, mate. I wouldn't even think about it. Yeah, I just, UK, I, I like landed. You're, nice. You're a thank, good guy. Thankful that I was alive and thought that I was two and a half grand down. So when yeah. he got it, I was just so gassed. Like yeah. the fact that I'm still alive and the fact that he got my canopy. So yeah, yeah. But yeah, that happened. Um, my 17th jump, and then randomly on the next jump, I. I went straight back up because I was like, if I don't go up now, I'm going to fucking shit myself and not jump again. Yeah, that's what I, yeah. So I yeah. went back up and then when I was in the plane, I was speaking to this old boy and it turns out he is, um, films for Mission Impossible. He's the main cameraman oh, that filmed Tom Cruise jump on the mad, Halo jump. Mad, Proper G, like this old boy. He's like been jumping his whole life. yourself after the next jump? Yeah. He par- yeah, of course. I'm in the yeah. plane like, oh, yeah, don't do that man. again. I've never, I've never had a, yeah, I, I feel like I've, I've got through the, um, I've got through the danger zone of like, accidentally cutting away I'm, yeah i yeah, know yeah. what a canopy is meant to look yeah, like and yeah. fly like and what i can fix yeah. so i feel like a cut away yeah i think now. that happens in your first like after your aff yeah, AFF, yeah. But i've had a few times where like when the brakes fired or you've got like a brake that's out like i think it happened to spain in spain probably with my shit pack job like i'd go straight into a i'd open i think this this is where it can be a problem because especially on smaller canopies that dive easier like you open and then as it's deploying with a brake, if the brake's already out, it's become unstowed. As the canopy deploys, it's already turning as it deploys, so it can deploy yeah. into line twists and the dive. Yeah. So I've had, yeah, I've had like. Well, you've had that. Yeah, not not proper bad, not proper yeah. bad, because you, if you're you got line twists in, in a dive that you can't recover from, then you do chop, don't you? Yeah. But I've had it where, I think the last time I were out in Spain, where I've opened, I've had a few twists, and because I've got a toggle out, it's like spinning with line twists. 
But then it's only be I've only had like one or two line twists that I can twist out of. Yeah. And then once I've done that, I can grab the riser or, or pull up the opposite riser to stop it from turning. So that was alright. I've seen some naughty videos of that, like mad line twists. Oh, what on like, <laughs> like when they're on tiny canopies. Yeah. And yeah. they're like just going, yeah, going, going. Oh, mate, deadly. it's nuts. I think I, I've never cut away, thank touch wood. Next jump he's cutting. Oh, mate, as long as, as, long as the... Uh, no, but like, if happens. anyone watching it is so safe, man. Like, yeah, well, it's chance... safer than riding a motorbike, mate. Yeah, 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 exactly. Your chances of cutting away... Your chances of cutting away are slim as fuck anyway, but then even if you do cut away, chances of another one going wrong is... <sighs> yeah. What are you looking I was like to say, my worst one, one where I thought I was going to die, like the one time I was like, I'm dead, skydiving. Like I was convinced I was fucking dead. It was like, it must have been a few years ago now. And I just got a tuck tap. So you know what a tuck tap is? Yeah. So yeah, so where you pull the parachute. Oh, you told me you told me about this, but yeah, go oh, on. I've told no, you this. Anyway, I'll just say it for the yeah, podcast yeah. sake. Yeah. Remember. Well, yeah, rather than having like a little ball, you just pull out, like you throw a little, um, like a little hacky out, like a little ball, and that deploys your main parachute. This one's like, it's got, it tucks back in on itself underneath the parachute. So you can't just pull it straight out. You've got to like flick your wrist to unpeel the tuck them and then you throw it. And yeah, long story short, I had a rig that was a bit big to, big for me. It was the first uh, container that I had. It had a tuck tab that I'd like, I'd used it before, but I think I'd just like been pulling it out of brute strength. Um, I wasn't peeling it properly. And then I also had like really thick winter gloves on because it's in the UK. And I did this jump, got to 6,000 feet. Oh my God. Went to, went to pull it and I couldn't, I couldn't grip it properly. So first I could only grip it with just my fingertips because the rig was like sitting off my back because mm -hmm. it's too big. And then like that probably would have been all right if it was, if I didn't have gloves on and it was like a normal pull because I could have just pulled it out really gently with my fingertips, but I couldn't like actually get my hand around it to, to oh. properly unpeel it. And then like, as soon as you go past the altitude, like it's just like, when you're meant to pull a parachute, it's almost like panic mode. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you ain't got long. You yeah, know you ain't got long. I'm pretty, I'm, I'm chill now, but like then I was like, I was just literally, I, I remember saying to myself, whenever I said it out loud in my head, I was like, well, I'm dead. I'm dead. I was literally just like, I'm dead. Um, and oh. then, so then I tried again. I did, I wasn't even open that low. It just seemed like I was fucking falling to the ground. I think I was open by like 3K, so it was all right. And then I tried to do it again. I still couldn't get it. So then I had to put my other hand behind my back to so, stop the rig. But yeah, so, so I, I put my left hand behind my back as well. So both hands are behind my back. I'm in free for this point, which put me into a dive, like a head down dive. So I had to put my other hand behind my back to push the rig across so I could reach the reach the pool. <laughs> and as I did that, I managed to get it, but it also put me into a dive, which made me probably go from like 130 miles an hour to like 170 miles an hour. <laughs> like Big full difference. head down, mate. And then you're pulling and then, when you're fucking head and then, down. And then I was like, I started to roll onto my side as well. So I was like in a dive, rolled onto my side. Rocketing. And then I pulled it and I was like, this is not good. Because the first, like one of the first rules is, or well, one of the first rules of pulling your parachute is deploy in like a, a, a stable body position. Yeah. I was like, fuck it. It's better than not deploying. Pulled it. And because like, you've got to be at a certain speed when you pull your parachute, you've got to be going slow. You can't just be falling for your life. As I threw it, it just opened and went, like the whole thing just slapped open because it's going too quick yeah. and mate i felt like my chin Broke touched my sternum oh. and then the back of my head felt like it touched the back of the rig like i got the worst whiplash of my life i thought i'd broken my neck <laughs> i was like fuck and then people do break their neck and backs and stuff oh, right? dude, hard open. Yeah. i've never had a hard opening ever if, if people have a oh sorry i just, I just screwed up the uh, audio right. there yeah if people have a hard opening man they can like 
detach their like vertebrae and their I've spine. Heard, yeah. I've heard of people like detach. I know someone's um, ex-girlfriend who's like de- like detached her pelvis from a spot. Something's crazy. Oh. Yeah. So don't want to be doing that, that's mate. Brutal. That's the worst one for me. Yeah, that's not sounding fun. That was the worst. Good one story though. Yeah, mate. But still not a chop. Luckily. I feel like I'm telling now. It's like two years later. Have <laughs> you never told that story? I don't know. I might mention it somewhere. He's but it's, lo- it's just one of those things where, where when, you're, when you're learning, it's like, ah, uh, you know. Yeah, once you get out of that, like, I'd say your first, what, 50, nah, 30 jumps, then you're still learning. I, I, but I think now is like the dangerous zone when you're on like too comfortable two to five hundred jumps or two to a thousand jumps. Why is that too comfortable? Yeah, man. I think complacency. Yeah, complacency. Because when you start, you're super scared of everything. You're too cautious. Yeah, it's the same with anything as dangerous. But then it's like that cautiousness. Like, and unless you panic, you're pretty chill. It's like panic is what's going to kill you. You know, yeah. like panic is always going. Especially like I learned it from like diving and doing commercial diving stuff. It's like if you panic, you die. Yeah. But then I feel like with skydiving, it's like, yeah, when you get a bit complacent, when you're, because now I don't really get scared at all. Mm-hmm. It's like this, that's when you like do something stupid. Like you turn too low. Or you yeah. try and do something above your abilities. Yeah. So. Fear keeps you alive, man. Yeah. yeah Jeb, you know, Jeb Corliss. Yes, he yeah. says that in a video. He says when he had that accident at Tabletop Mountain. When he clipped with his hips. Clips with his yeah, hips. Yeah. He said that's what he, he had lost fear. He had lost fear and got complacent and. I think that is how you die in this world is like when you're doing anything sort of dangerous is when you get complacent and you're not scared. Yeah. I was speaking to a base jumper the other day and he was saying like he's got like 2,000 base jumps. He was saying he's still scared when he gets to the edge of like jumping. So Really? Yeah. So oh, man, yeah. I, 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 what do you think about it? I'm not into base jumping. I, I want to do it one day. <laughs> I like. Let's, I want to do a few. Let's go send it low. Off you just, after this, you just go send it. My Mate, fu- it scares me. I want to do it. I do want to do it, but it does scare me. Oh, I want to do some me. more balloon. Like, yeah, more balloon jumps. Balloon helis, jumps. helis are fun. That heli jump was sick. Yeah, what well, we did started to so, do in between this podcast. At the end of this podcast, we 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 had slept for like three hours, didn't we? Oh, I was run down after that. You know, like because we'd run, we'd stayed like whatever the couple of days before that was. It was all hectic. Then we had done that. We'd stayed up. Then after that, I'd left, drove to Liverpool, had to. It was a hectic couple of days, and then I flew to Africa. So we'd done some heli jumps. Oh, you ran a marathon, didn't you? Yeah, so I flew to Africa. But when I got to Africa, just them four or five days, of well, four days of not sleeping, doing heli jumps, everything, I was fucked, man. I got to Africa so ill. Yeah. As I got into Africa, my temperature was so high, yeah. Like I hadn't slept on the plane. Got on the plane in between two big people, yeah. I'm like getting on a plane for like no. 12 hours or whatever, and I'm like, yes, I'm going to sleep. Get on, and I, I, I've never had it that worse. And it was one of the ones that... I didn't have seats in front of me. It was like a little bit of extra leg room, but it was like the yeah. wall. The wall yeah. was in front of me. I was like in the front of it. And I was like, fuck, this is going to be hard. You straighten your legs. No, I could straighten my legs like out. Yeah. But I prefer when a seat's in front of me because I'll put the seat down and I'll sort of like put my head on my hands and I yeah, can sort yeah. of sleep like that. It's yeah. uncomfortable, but I can sort of sleep like that. But I was in between these two people. I hadn't slept for like the 12 hours of flight. Rocked up to Johannesburg and I went to get out of the airport and I had such a high temperature. And as I walked in, I saw a temperature screen, you know, like the COVID yeah, temperature yeah. screen. It was one of them. There was a guy there, like basically asleep, not watching it. Everyone's green. I walked past, my whole body's red. Really? Like, stupidly high temperature. I had a bad cough. I'm coughing in the queue. I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to get fucking locked up here. And they just, no, the guy was basically asleep, not even looking at the screen, just rolled in. And I slept for like, I spent two days in a hotel, just like dying. How, I'm not sure. How was it? How was it? The How was the marathon? Yeah, it was good, man. You remember? did no training, did no you? No training. I told you about it, didn't I? I told you at that drop zone. I remember speaking to you about it. You're like, what, you're literally going to rock up and do a marathon? I was like, just going to try. turn up in Africa and do a marathon. How long did it take you? Five and a bit hours, five hours, something. That's pretty 5:15. good. Wow. Not bad. Was it hard? It wasn't easy, but it wasn't as... It, 
It was easier than I thought it was going to be. Really? Yeah, and well, I, I was less fucked. What was the hardest part? Like, did you... Was... 35k, I got... So, I think... I can't remember. What it was. A marathon's 42... 42k uh, kilometers. 42 yeah. kilometers. And I got to 35k and hit empty. Like, bear in mind, I was, I was dying in bed two days before. So, I was a bit ill. I had a cough. Yeah. My lungs weren't working at full capacity. I was a bit ill. Yeah. Um, so, I remember, we got to 35k and I just, like, hit a wall, mate. And, like, I hadn't eaten. So, I hadn't eaten in the morning because I just wasn't feeling food. Um, so I hadn't really eaten. So I think I did just hit empty, like fuel, yeah. like full empty. And like my legs, it was just like every step was a mission. But then one of the boys pulled up and I had five Kinder Buenos, no, not Kinder Buenos, uh, the, the little hippos, Kinder hippos. Yeah, yeah. Five of them back to back just fucking inhaled them and a pack of sugary sweets. Were you running as you're doing it? Do you stop for five uh, Just I walked, walked. That's still a good like, time. Yeah, though. walked a little bit. Yeah. Um, fucking at this and I just felt my energy bar go up and then boom we smashed the last oh um, really just that food I needed that food but 35k to 42k was tough yeah that was the and it all started going mad up hills like the last part yeah the rest of it was pretty flat and then it started going like quite really hilly was it sketchy out there nah nah not where, not where after I left them boys like two weeks later or like a week and a half later rush they got robbed by gunpoint but that, that oh, was oh shit so we were well, in, all of them yeah, they got robbed in the van. They took a load of camera gear, their passports. Like, so what are, they, what are they doing? So they they luckily had backup passports because they were doing that mission. They were able to get a, there's there's ways of getting two passports. So they had backup passports. So they only got what? So they had still have their passports. They lost. I don't know what they got robbed for. They, I think they got robbed for some cameras. Yeah. Some shit, but they yeah they sorted it all out. They carried on. They had a couple of shit days and they carried on, mate. But yeah, Russ is a one of the most incredible people I've ever met. Like the guy, so I rocked up, uh -huh. uh, I bear in mind I was ill, but he was very ill. I rocked up and he was like throwing up. He I had saw the this, shit. I saw a video. Mate, yeah. he, he's, an, he's a trooper. Like the guy was ill. When the night I rocked up, he could barely speak. So yeah. I rocked up the night before. He could barely talk. Yeah. And then he went to bed about midnight and then he woke up and like he was struggling. He got a bit of breakfast down him. And then just before we were about to start running, like the not the day before he had so he had been he's been running like fifty to fifty five k a day. Yeah, at like a marathon and a half roughly, or a little bit more, a little bit less. Sorry. Yeah. Um. And the day before he had done twenty k, and it was like walking all day because he's got this like iron mind that he just won't give up. He could be like unless he dies, he will he will finish that. Like unless yeah. he died, he will he will do that. But he was dying like he was walking, and the boys were proper worried about him. They had to ring. If you watch the vlogs, like on his channel, a few vlogs before, like they're ringing how they've got like some health person in the UK that gives them advice. Yeah, and she, they rung her and she was like, "Get get him to stop going. Like he needs to rest, and he yeah. just won't rest." So he carried on. But I rocked up just before the marathon. He froze up three times. Like the, it looks fake. That much like liquids coming out of him. Yeah, gets a baby wipe, wipes it out of his I ginger beard. This. Yeah, and then goes, "Let's get it cracking." Then he chips away at a marathon, like like it's Holy nothing. Shit, the guy man. is an animal. Has he done it yet, or is he still going? No, he's still. He's got like probably like seven months left. He's oh yeah, my man. God. He's, it's going to take him like nine to ten months total, I think. And obviously, yeah, they've had a few holdbacks, like getting robbed. He got pro after I left. Like we like. About two weeks after I left, they got robbed and then he fell ill and he was like pissing blood, something to do with his kidneys. So he had to take like, I think he actually had to rest for like a day or two. Really? Like rhabdomyolysis or something? What? I don't know. Where you, you can get his thing. Oh, that's what it's called. Yeah, I don't actually know. I think you might die. Maybe it could be that. When you do too much exercise, your muscles break down and your kidneys goes into your blood. Your kidneys can't process it and your oh, kidneys can shut down. Thought it might have been Rapto, that, maybe. Mate. Maybe, but, I don't know. But he had to go to a doctor and uh, yeah, but he's a he's a trooper, man. Like I rocked up. But yeah, yeah he's uh, an incredible human being. Like he's a nutter. Um, but yeah, no, the marathon wasn't too bad. So rocked up. I remember you saying to me, I remember we were being in Dunkswell Cafe eating and you were like, 
you're just that guy. You will just you will do it somehow. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, fuck it, I will somehow. But yeah, we rocked up, mate. Yeah, one marathon's easy, but he's banging them. <sighs> he's banging them every day. I can't want to do a triathlon, mate. Pardon me. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Fuck it. I want to do an Ironman. The same thing, I think. Same distances. Oh, is it? I thought. Yeah. Oh, I thought. Oh, okay. I didn't oh, know are they the same differences? Nah, I don't think so. I thought a triathlon was. I think that was the difference. I thought a triathlon. Well, I think there's in there different types of triathlons. Like yeah. I've seen people doing like 10k triathlons. They do like a 1k swim, 10k run, or whatever. Let me have a look. I think Iron an actual triathlon is just doing the three back to back. Iron Man, man versus try. Athlon versus try. I've always wanted to do an, athlon. A, an Iron Man. A trial often can revert to any competition that resolves a swim full of bike, right follow a run. An Ironman is a specific distance and yeah. format that always involves. Oh, yeah, same thing. Um, well, basically. Same it, thing, but different distance. Like you could do a triathlon. I want to do an Ironman then, yeah. yeah 2.4 mile swim, 112 mile bike, and a 26 mile run. So, yeah, you Yeah, doing... fuck it. I might do one next year. Mate, I want to do a video doing an Ironman with no training. Mate, I'm not fucking doing that <laughs> with you then. <laughs> bang it. Now, you did a training, I'll come in on no training. I'd do a training, I, take mate, all the steroids. It would be tough. It would be tough. And the reason being is because I'd done that run. By the end of that run, I was empty. But imagine having to do, before the run, a 112 mile how's bike it, How's your swimming? That's the bit I'd... I can swim. That's the bit I'd struggle. The bike can you ride, swim or can you swim? <laughs> swim. Are you, are you, yeah. No, I'm not a good... I, I can... I, it's too, that's a long that's like in that like two hours in the water that's like 120 100, 130 lengths of a pool it's a long way in the sea in the sea choppy sea depending on the yeah. day and the thing is with Ironman because I really wanted to do one a couple of years ago and looked at them for one it's fucking hard to get tickets for them like yeah. they sell out rapid okay. and for two English ones all suck because like I think there's one in Corm or Exeter maybe yeah. it's all uphill there's one in uh Somewhere up north. Yeah, you got to do abroad. Wales, yeah. All yeah. the ones in England just look like a tough time. I'm considering it for next year, but I think like it's just the training's going to be so brutal. Training's obviously brutal, Obviously, yeah. it kind of contradicts like being muscular and stuff. I mean, I see, fuck it. I'm just tempted, like, tempted to do it given that everything's You know happened. Nick Bear? Yeah, I do. Yeah, he, yeah. he bangs them, doesn't he? Is, he? is he natty? Don't know. I think so. I don't does really he, follow his stuff. He bangs them. Like, he, he does all. Like, he does... He's built like a fucking brick mm. but also runs triathlons runs i have no Man. idea mate i don't really follow his stuff but I, I know that he's been doing that yeah he smashes um them. yeah i've wanted to do one for years i think like 2018 i wanted to do one but i just never got around to it but yeah training's brutal like i i think that the swim for me i don't it's weird the swim for me is probably would be the well i'd have to put a lot of time into that but that's also that's why i think it's very difficult because like I used to spend every day in the sea, mate. Every single day of my like life from like yeah. six years old to, uh, I say every day, it's probably on average like five days a week. After school, I go surfing every day um, until I was like 16, every day in the sea. I'm a qualified lifeguard for RNLI. Like I've done all the training. I've done all of that stuff. And even then, I think I would struggle with the- Fuck, I've got no hope I think you would, Matt. I think like, I think genetically, it's a lot of genetics that play, come into play as well. So yeah. like- and it's just like learn anything, like learn the technique, get co getting coached for swimming. Like I haven't yeah. really had much coaching. Like if I, if I wanted to go for like two point three miles, it's just doing the training and getting coaching. I think. Yeah. yeah, but I um I don't reckon you manage to swim with no training. Nah, the swim, <laughs> the drowned. bike ride. I could bang the bike ride. Yeah. And now I know I could bang I think the, the bike run. ride. Sounds quite easy, doesn't it? Bike ride's minor. Yeah, Take a yeah. long time. Like be about like seven, eight I hours do on that the bike. As well. But yeah. that'll be minor. That'll be yeah. easy. I could do that. Get your um, paramotor on your back, mate. <laughs> just skip a bit get someone pick you up in a van drive his 10 miles down the road imagine um but yeah i'd love to do one it's on the on the bucket list man if you want to train for it i'll be up for committing to one next year we'll see i'm not committing to anything yet but but yeah i might be All up right. for it we'll see i'm come. i'm going to be well we're both coming to thailand aren't we yep um i'm going when are you going out there 
probably October. I'd okay, say. maybe yeah, October. I'll be out in about September, October. I yeah. think I'll, I'll do some Muay Thai out there. That's I want to go out there for free. Jack's gonna come out in December. Okay, we're gonna do a Muay Thai. I want to do a three month Muay Thai camp. Three months. Three months. I'll, I'll do, do like, ninety days. What there for three months? There for three months. What? I want to literally just go hard till the end of the year and then be fucking shredded by the end of the year. I'll do like a month. Yeah, most, most was, people do But I month. think they do it. Some of them I'll do like a 10K run in the morning, 10K run in the evening. Yeah, it's tough. So yeah, and Thailand's hot, mate. Yeah, so yeah, mate. I'll see how I fare with that first. What's the re- when's the rainy season over there? Uh, so the best time to go to Thailand, I think, is like, it's like November, December, through, rainy season now, through is to it? like March. Yeah. I think it's raining now. Yeah, it's yeah. like opposite. So our shit months are their, their good, good months. months. Yeah. Their shit months are our good months. Yeah. Yeah, so now it will just be raining like all day, like fucking monsoon. Yeah, which is kind of good. That's so similar to Dubai. Dubai, it don't rain, but obviously Dubai gets too hot now. Like 50 degrees. So everyone just comes home. Yeah. Like England's sick. In the summer, England for three months is amazing. So mm. come here and then live in Thailand. Just the inconsistency of it. That's the biggest thing. That's the biggest thing. What, here? Yeah, with England. Yeah, like, it's, like, it's like we get like a week of sun. If it was yeah. like that for summer, like Portugal yeah. and Spain is, that'd be fantastic. Yep. But it's like, then it goes back to normal, depressing. And well, it's like, I've, been, I've been back, I think I've been back like nine, 10 days now. And... I think I've had two good days of like pure sun. Yeah. Like it's been shit. Yeah. Even today, like driving over, I left my shoes out because yesterday was really good and we were out all day and I got back and my shoes were a little bit wet just because I like had wet feet. We went mm. swimming last night. Yeah. And I thought I'll leave them out like at sunset dry them and then wake up this morning and pissed down in the night. My shoes are soaked through. Oh, That's why I had to leave them outside. But yeah, like, yeah, it's the inconsistencies. But when England's sunny, it is amazing. What, what are you do? You're, you're caving after this, aren't you? Going down some caves. Mate, that's my worst. Well, oh, I don't know. It's kind of like... What's your biggest fear? Tight spaces. I don't... It's a weird... Mate, this is why I'm fucked up. Because like... So I'm I'm, I'm not like necessarily brave about anything really. Like I'm actually scared of heights a bit. But I'll still go and do shit like skydive or hang off a crane. Like if you wanted to do mm-hmm. something. Like I, I still go and do crazy shit. I, I really don't like like the idea of like going for like a squeeze in a cave. Like... Yeah. But then again, like I think I prefer to do it underwater. Like, I'd rather do it in scuba gear. Yeah, because you're comfortable underwater. I'm comfortable as yeah. fuck on like, diving, man. Like, I'm so... See, that's weird. That's weird because obviously, I think base jumping and like underwater is the two <laughs> most dangerous sports in the world, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Like, underwater cave diving is fucking. But like, what I do, the cave is cheap, stuff... really, though, isn't it? Yeah. Talk, like, when it's like zero talk. visibility, I'm in like a squeeze yeah, like this big. Might feel a bit different about my that. Cylinders through that's classic it. living room talk. Yeah. That. yeah, yeah I'll, I'll, like, I'll do that cave diving, mate. Fucking piece of piss, that. Do you know Cowboy Cerrone, the yes. MMA fighter? There's a yes. good podcast of him on Joe Rogan. I think I listened to a bit of it the other day. About the cave diving. Yeah, man. My uncle used to do it as well. My uncle used to do Cave Rescue, yeah. absolute madman. Cave Rescue? What, yeah. go down rescue people so, like, Yeah, be part of Cave Rescue team. Fuck me, did they, well, I can't imagine too many people going I sp- down there I haven't spoke one. to him about it before. Um, That's interesting, because there's surely like quite a low amount of the population that do go down I think there. it's a volunteer thing. No, so, I just meant they go down into caves like for fun. So oh, how yeah. many people are getting stuck down there? Oh, probably barely any. Like one barely every any. year yeah, or something. Yeah, but I know he used to cave dive. That's interesting. Which is gnarly, I'd love to speak to him. I've never chatted to him about it as well. I should probably chat to him about yeah, it. Yeah, okay, I've got. It's just Cornwall, mate. It breeds them. I know a mate from down near Churro, and he loves cave diving. Cave dives all the time. How do you find it though? Like how how do you get into it? No, I'm talking. He does actual cave diving. No, no I mean you. Me, how, how did you um, get into that? Mate, it's random. You know now, because I've had a few viral... Oh, yeah, I keep getting people... You, people used to come up to me in the street and be like, oh, yeah, that guy that climbs stuff. I've had it so much in the past six months. 
Shit, you're the caving guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you're that guy that goes out of the caves, mate. It's I, mental. I, I think that's why when I saw you, one of your videos, like recently, like the main yeah. one I saw was you going through like a squeeze in a cave. Yeah, and I was like, fuck. This. I got into it randomly. I got some. So where I just come from, I stayed there last night in Wales with a couple that I know. They're cool as fuck. They do some proper adventurous stuff. But he is really into. Like, not really into it he's just been doing it because he grew up in Wales North Wales there's loads of caves like he used to do it as a kid so he took us down one me and my ex-girlfriend about two years ago when we went it to Wales he took yeah. us down this only like a small way it wasn't like really tight yeah and we did it and then didn't really never do it again and then we went there me and my mate Finn about a year ago and we yeah. just went down one and posted a video of it it fucking blew. It was like my most ever viewed video on Insta and TikTok really out of everything I've done it was just like this blew up yeah and then just did a few more started uh posting videos of them and I, I don't know to me it was crazy because i've done like the height stuff like walking across the ledges or jumping across roofs and all of that and yeah that's always got good like comments from like people being scared and it it gains interest Mate, but it's people's worst fear though like the caving i didn't realize it's, it's the most popular fit or i'm pretty sure it's the most it's probably common the fear. thing that i would least that would shit me up the most yeah. i can't think of anything that i would like yeah Mate, i know some Fuck it. So um, I want to go. <laughs> you know Jack, Jack Pimblett, right? Yeah, so yeah. the guy's a nutter in the air sports. Like he does, like tumbling on a paramotor, no paraglider, and then cutting yeah. away and base jumping. He's base jumped off bridges, all of that. Like he won't even do this crazy stuff. And he, even he's like, see, that blows my mind. Fear is such an incredible thing. He's like, oh, no chance you'll catch me down the caves. But it's <sighs> mental. Like, and I know another base jumper as well. It's the same. Like, like these boys are doing to what to me is like really mental and scary and dangerous or whatever. And they're scared. Like it's fear is just a crazy it's thing. It's weird, isn't it? But I think like developing the mindset like of of like not running away from it is probably why you're able yeah. to do those things. Like yeah, yeah like like I, I would still try it though, even though I'd be terrified. If you're like, oh Mo, do want to come caving sometime? Let's go today, Mo. I'd probably go. <laughs> Mate, I'm not, a, he's well, giving actually, a big I, talk. <laughs> yeah, I, I would. I would be up for it. Uh, yeah, I, we'll I, get I, it. I, reluctantly, maybe not today. Maybe yeah. not with you, considering you go with like one torch and like low battery. Maybe go with some more forces. prepared people, mate. Fuck yeah. it, that would shit me up, mate. I just got don't trust you. Yeah, yeah. But no, like stuff, stuff like like a lot of people are scared of open water, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's and, a big fear, yeah. And like, if if you put me like in the middle of the ocean with like five miles below me, You're just floating there, like I'm so fucking relaxed. Would like, you gone on like, a submarine? Like Zen, I would have. Yeah. That's what, I was following that story, mate, so closely. I think that's why I was following it so closely because like every, oh man, everyone was like, oh, these stupid rich people with more money than sense. Yeah, Again, yeah. it's like that risk aversion thing. It's yeah. like, yeah, they're, they're, they're rich as fuck, they're billionaires. Because they they're not averse to risk, yeah. and it's like the people that are commenting all this stuff, being like, "Ha ha, we're stuck in a submarine." Don't even see it. Like that's nah. why you're gonna be poor for the rest of your life. Yeah. Um. But yeah, mate, I watched that, and I was like, if they offered me it, I would have done it. Yeah. Hundred percent. Would you? Yeah. Yeah. If I if I would have got offered it, obviously I wouldn't have had two hundred fifty Gs to be spent on nah, the ticket. Nah. But if I would have got offered it, like, yeah, and I still I think I still give it a bash. Really? What if they were like the same well, company? Nah. We're like, oh mate, we've gone to the bottom of the sea. We've bolted the parts <laughs> back together. Yeah, we, like, we're gonna go for round two. No, just because I think if they did it again, they would have learned uh, like. <laughs> nah, they would have learned like 
Now is yeah, probably the safest right. time to go, I'd say. Not <laughs> maybe with true, them, but right true, now yeah. they know what they fucked up on or yeah. they you would like to think so. Yeah, yeah I'll go. If, they, if I get the opportunity, I'll give it a bash. But it's crazy, man. Like I didn't I would never have thought that it would be like so it does seem like it was pretty sketchy and unregulated, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, like, like new Xbox controller and Oh that. <laughs> mate, like mental. I, yeah. I, I think it's just lucky it died like they did. Like Well, I don't actually know the story. I I, I I don't think they they've determined the exact cause, but it's pretty accepted that it imploded. So like they wouldn't have even when known you're about 6k it. down mate it would just be like yeah, instant dead everyone crushed wow. to death brutal isn't it? but yeah i think because it's, it's a, probably better than getting stuck down that like what people thought of yeah, them like being stuck down and it not working and, and you knowing yeah that'll be horrible. horrendous but that was what like that'd be the worst thing because you'll be like you'll be in like piss and shit obviously mm. people need to use a toilet the air would be like running out you just slowly suffocate that'd be awful yeah so, so i think i got out but lucky, yeah bro yeah. but but yeah it's every 10 meters you go down um so like from here to space like all the weight of that atmosphere yeah every 10 meters is another is another atmosphere so it effectively doubles so like the pressure at six thousand meters is there no fish down there there will be certain very specialists, like because one of my mates, he, he goes, ah, I'm just not. Bo-. He cracked me up the other day. I was speaking to him a couple of yeah. days ago. He goes, I'm just not buying it. He goes, There's fish down there. He goes, They're what are they made of? They're just soft, like squidgy things. He goes, uh, How are they not just like exploding? Like, uh, I, I don't know enough about it, but uh, it did. Crack this is me really up. bad because I've fucking studied marine biology. Um, but I think it's not really a problem because they don't have. It's the air that's compressed. Okay. So it's like they don't have any air spaces in them, really. They don't have lungs, you know. So ah, that, that air's going to be like if you brought them from the bottom, like really quickly up to the surface, um, then they might like start to explode and shit if there's any tiny bits of air, but they're like adapted to that. That makes know? sense, yeah. But yeah, man. That did crack shit. me up when he said that. But yeah, I, um, yeah, I thought you would do that because you, so you're just comfortable at sea. Yeah, I love it, mate. I'm, I, one of my, I'm not bigging you up here, but my favourite video I've seen in a long time is that scuba diving video. Watch that. No, spearfishing. What, the one I made before I did YouTube? On, oh, like, I love my, that video. It's just a good vibe. It's just a good vibe. Like that to me is life. That's what I want my kids Mate, to I'm gonna be go doing. Do that. I'm going to go do that at Queen in summer if you want to come. I'll be on it. Um, I'll be, I'll be yeah. down in Cornwall um, like, I'm, in August, September, like yep. mid-August, September. I'll be there. Go do some diving of the seals. Go do some spearfishing. Um, Sounds traumatize my girlfriend as we fucking shoot a fish through the head and then See, blood cut it up. It. Yeah, I actually quite like it, mate. It's just like it to me simple, that is like yeah. taking it back. Like you, I you, love you it, eat man. it, yeah, you eat the fish, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, so mate, you just, just fucking chuck it, it, back it, up, chuck but it away, a, mate. Yeah, that to me, I met a guy in Dubai. Yeah, that's what, got, but that's when I messaged you and you because you were talking about it and you sent me that video. I was in Dubai and I met yeah. a guy and he's like his job is spear fishing. Like he really? goes out spear fishing. He's just a sick guy and he was gonna take me. um I'm going to do a bit of free diving and then, so he does it all free diving. Yeah, yeah. That's, so that's, the, way to, that's yeah, the way yeah. to do it, mate. Yeah, yeah free so dive. I want to free dive and then start doing that. But it just looks, something about it, like you're going down, you're catching food, it's fresh. Like that's life, It's fun, man. mate. That's and, like, the life. I used to love it, like getting lobsters as well. Like you can yeah. get, if you get into holes, you can grab, like pull the lobsters out. Yeah. I don't eat lobster, but I give them to my mum to eat. Why do you not eat Like, it? I just don't like, I'm, I just don't like like crustaceans, like crabs and prawns. Yeah. So they're basically, crabs and prawns are basically insects they're literally I, the same as insects just evolved in the sea i read a thing about how lobster used to be like peasant food like back in Probably, the day yeah, because of yeah, that it is yeah. and then they've 
I, I read some big thing. I can't remember it, but yeah, the fact that it, it, they're bugs. Like, yeah. There's a lot of people that's that super, don't that's eat that. That's not why they're... I find it gross. It's more like, yeah, I, I just, I, maybe that is subconsciously, but I'm just not a big yeah. fan. Like, I didn't like seafood until I got an Asian girlfriend and then she ate they small fish. They love seafood, then eating, eating, Yeah, eat, eat a lot of sushi with her. Well, yeah. I eat certain types of sushi. I'm a bit of a princess still, but I, was, I eat a lot more fish. But yeah, bro, I was sick. Like the... You go to like a seal colony. There's like a seal colony. You've got to cut like kayak, kayak like two kilometers to get there. Kayak like two kilometers along the, like the Cornish coastline. Um, you can only go and the weather's like banging. And there's no waves. And then is you it get... busy there like at the seal colony or does it, like, not a lot of people know about it? People, no, there's no one there. You oh, never see anyone there fuck, at all. Because it's like, it's like at the bottom of a, a massive cliff. There's no way to get yeah. down to it. The only way is by kayaking. And like not a, people, a lot of people know about it at all. Um, I'll just tell everyone where it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, man, you go in the water there and it's like, you go, you bring your like fins and your mask, you go for a dive and you'll get these like massive like ball seals, which are like the scariest thing, like touch wood. They've never like attacked anyone. It's like, it must be like 10 foot long weight. They weigh like half a ton. Fuck. And they'll like, sometimes they'll like splash the water or like snarl at you to try and scare you off. But then if you swim around there a little bit, hang around in the water for like five, 10 minutes and dive down, just sit on the bottom and wait, you'll start to like see something out of the corner of your eye. And then you'll get like the little like younger seals and the, the female ones. They come in and they like play and like nibble your fins and stuff. They're like big dogs, man. Yeah. They're so fun. It's like such like a... It looks sick. It, like, link link the video because people might not have seen it, but it is a sick video. I'll put, yeah, video, uh, but, I might have to remind you, I'll put a link in the description below. Yeah, but yeah just doing that shit, mate. I just yeah, love it. It's that's the life, way of man. life, isn't it? Yeah, we'll right. do it. I'll be there. I'm on it. Right, I'm bro, should we, should we wrap this? You want to wrap it? Wow, you've got to go, you've got to go caving now, I'm going, don't what you? time is it? Two o'clock. Our time goes quick, Yeah, you got to... We've we'll wrap this up. And like I said to you, mate, if you die when we're caving... Viral. Then... I'm good. I can make like some really like heartfelt video, like yeah, the yeah. last podcast. Just make sure like... you put loads of ads on it, mate. please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll be ads every time. I give you permission, mate. What's, and... the, what's the plan? The caving plan today, mate. So we, mate. I'm pl- everyone sort of thinks I've. I'm very unprepared. Find the cave and go Find into the cave, it. Find get that. I, like, I, I wish I could say like, yeah, we got full crew and we got helmets. We got to go buy some knee pads and torches. How long are you down there for? <sighs> Different time, mate. We're down one like. I think that one with the Air Forces, that one, mate, we were down there for like five hours. It went far. Like, what, you just kept going? Kept going. Did you have food and stuff? Nah. Water? Nah. <laughs> nah. Nah, <laughs> because you can't really, take, many, a, you can't many, really take a bag many, down there. How many torches did you have? We had two torches <laughs> two between torches. three of us. And one of, oh the, one, of the, one of the torches ran out of battery. You know when you're a Bro. kid, you're like rubbing the Xbox batteries, trying to get a bit of warmth into them to put them back in to get a little so bit more. So you're down to one torch? We're down to one torch, but we, we switched the batteries around, give them a bit of warmth, and they work for a bit longer. But Mate, you, you realise, like, in, like, three years, when you've got died in some Amazonian, They'll like, be replaying night, this. Night yeah, like, well, it was obvious. He, it, was, it was inevitable. <laughs> that he, <laughs> yeah, it was inevitable that he was going to die. At least you could laugh about it, so people yeah, go, like, yeah, sound yourself aware. Right. Yeah. No, but I, I, am very, I rocked up the most, the best ones I rocked up to Africa and I rocked up to Namibia never didn't even look it up I just was told meet me in Namibia so I booked a flight went to Namibia yeah rocked up to do a marathon I thought there would be like a shop there and when I went where I was and met them the middle of nowhere there was no shops I had no running shoes I rocked up with them like air forces out there <laughs> I had to borrow Harry who's one of the camera crew um, he lent me his shoes and they were one size too big so I'm wearing these like oh, one size two big shoes. I put two socks on to try and like fit into yeah, blisters then. I had one big blister and lost yeah. the toenail. But what? wait, toenail grew back on Google. It says toenail. T- so the toenail got like a blood blister under it. Yeah. And it just cut. It was like a fucking door, floppy door. Pull it off. Pull it off. Yeah. Uh, no, we cut it off actually. We yeah. cut it off. Um, And then where was I going with that? Toenail grew back. 
Tone I grew back on Google, it says like eight to 12 months. I was like, yeah, yeah. Man, mate, it's back already. It's How long like has that been? Three months. You're a freak. That's weird. Think I've got good, um, what's that thing where you're like, what's, what's the supplement? That girls use to like grow their hair collagen? and shit. Collagen. Yeah. Maybe I just got a good level of I collagen. I don't know. That's crazy though. Because I had my toenails Black. removed like surgically. Why? Um, Because of my issues with my leg. On one, oh, one okay. of them. Well, all of them? No, no, no. Just my oh, big one on my left okay. foot. Yeah. And the first time I had it, they didn't, they, they put acid on it, stopped it from growing back. But they yeah. didn't do it the first time. And that took, yeah, it took like six, seven months to grow back. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Mine's fully nah, back, it's... like pretty much like fully back. And it's been not long. But yeah, so I'm very unprepared. So if I die, roll this clip. Yeah, you'll be right I hope this clip goes, If I do die, I hope this clip goes viral on and Twitter. And then there's like loads of people on Facebook being like, what a fucking yeah, idiot. Oh, that's my favorite. The comments in the section. I had a video go viral the other day on Facebook. I love Facebook, man. Riling people up on Facebook is one of my favorite hobbies. <laughs> you, just, you just love pissing I, people I, no, off. I do you just love riling people like, up. Why do people Yeah, up? why yeah, do people like Because they're like it. commenting, oh, fucking, oh, you idiot, fuck you, you fucking idiot. And I just, I actually love it. It brings me joy reading these comments. And then you check their profile and it's like a big fat guy. It was like, like skinhead of like an England top on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. With his staffy next to him in a picture. Or it's yeah. like some like Karen. Manchester United tattoo on his arm. Yeah, 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 some Karen kicking off. But that is one of my favorite hobbies in this life is riling people up Wait, on what, Facebook. Wait, what was this on that you pissed people off on? Facebook. No, what was the video? Oh, the video. So there was... The police one? Uh, What police one? I don't know. No, no, it wasn't a police one. It was... I broke down... My card broke down. In Africa? No, 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 no. In um, In England. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Try not to incriminate myself on camera, but my card broke down and conveniently there was a speed camera van in front of me I didn't see when the bonnet was open. Oh, uh, okay. One of them ones. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. The comment section. If... You're watching this and you just go read the comments. It will give you a good laugh. Oh, it's like people being like... People fuming. There's like... There's 50% of people not realising the concept of the video. And... Because I'm like, oh, fuck, this Audi's a piece of shit. And yeah. then pan it round. Yeah. And then there's like just dumb people. Facebook has like... I don't know what's dumber, Facebook or TikTok users. But I'm going to say Facebook. Yeah. Facebook yeah, has yeah. like... The most low IQ people ever. <laughs> it's, it's incredible. Like, and I love riling people off on what did, Facebook. What did the camera van? Did they say anything to you? Nah. He just didn't say anything oh, at all? Oh, the, 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 the speaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. He come out. Yeah. What did he say? It's against the law. Oh, uh, yeah. And but you're my, like, oh, but I broke it down. Nothing my car do. broke down. Oh, that's yeah. a shame, mate. That's a shame. He was a bit like, I'm not going to lie. He was a bit like the Facebook commenters. <laughs> he was a bit of a tin line. What was he saying? I was just like, I broke it down, mate. And he's like, Oh, but you're gonna have to move it. I was like, "Well, it's broke down." He's like, "You're gonna have to move it in front of me because you're blocking me." I went, "Well, I can't move it. It's broke down." It <laughs> <laughs> was a bit of a dinner, but we had a little bit. I'm of a... glad you got that fixed, mate. Can make yeah, it up mate. Today. I got it fixed. Got the oil oil leak fixed. But yeah, yeah, dude. Plug plug your shit anyway, and then uh... Fa- just just read my Facebook comments. <laughs> Ali Law, all right. Ali Law, yeah, no, just man. yeah. Ali Law on everything. Been an absolute Boom. pleasure, mate. Bang Thanks in. for having me, Smash. mate. Nah, cheers, dude. Boom.